Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host, Pierce, alongside of my good pals, uh, Dylan and uh, Jimmy. And uh, before we start anything, Dylan, how is Chicago? I actually never even got to um, ask you that. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's really nice. I I um I got a nice place. I'm just I'm still moving some stuff around, but I got um got, you know I got my bed set up, my internet and stuff. So I'm ready to do a podcast. <laughs> That's good. Don't to have hear. a chair, but. We're, we're getting, we're getting. <laughs> what did you say? You have nowhere to sit until Monday or something? Yeah, I have nowhere to sit till Tuesday. So the, I, 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 I might just like order a one day like, uh, rolly chair or something. I don't know. It's the ideal slash our male living Tuesday. space. That's hey, what it is. Schmitty, Schmitty, I will literally, uh, we'll discuss this later. I can literally drive you over a chair, bro. bro I did ass have like multiple chairs. Yeah, I could, I could fly you one awesome. down. You're not gonna use your moose. You run out of moose moose fuel. Uh, <laughs> moose? I'm, I'm moving on to the polar bear. You know they're more fuel efficient. <laughs> Bro, I'm global warming man. I'm trying to save the polar bear. Exactly, you know, man. I'm That's what I'm jobs, saying, dude. I'm getting them jobs, dude. What? No, no, <laughs> long, no plastic straws. No more moose. You know. <laughs> Gotta cut up the things that hold the pop together, like pop bottles together. I don't know what they're called, but like the plastic, gotta cut all that up, you know? Gotta gotta do your part for the environment. Anyways. Uh Schmitty, yeah, is your Schmitty is Schmitty, is your apartment the uh that put picture with just the TV and like the chair in the middle of the living room and that's it? <laughs> uh yeah, right now oh, no. it kinda is. It's a bed, a TV, and then I got a couple side tables. And but like it's see. a studio, so like everything's kinda in the one room. So Oh yeah. I, see. But I got a rug in here, so there's like, like an echo. Tea. I can hear the echo in it too. Yeah, I gotta sound, work baby. on. I gotta work on the sound. I gotta get like, dude, because like the ceilings are like 15 feet. So oh well, I gotta get soundproof like, stuff. So you're now the Jesse Blake of the podcast, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like I got the most makeshift setup right now. Like this thing's on top of my air fryer box and like a side table. <laughs> so we're rocking let's go we got who would win that or jimmy's setup <laughs> in the garage nah. 
We're going live. Remember boys. your garage setup where you'd like you have like your longboard next to it or whatever, and you just have like a like a like a chair, and then your your laptop in the garage we would win that. Yours are are Schmitty's setup. <laughs> oh my god. Um, honestly, like Pierce Schmitty's actually indoors, so there's absolutely no <laughs> question that he wins. That's all I'm saying. Garage is not indoors. Garage is in garage. Okay. Garage. So garage is garage. <laughs> It's like the yes. Incredibles meme. Garage is garage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a complete difference. You still, you have the picture, don't you? Isn't it? No. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's picture. a podcast picture for yes, one of our it podcasts. Is. So. Yes, it is. It's like uh, it's actually art. It's like Pusha T's uh, album cover where they uh, took a picture like uh, wasn't like uh, Whitney Houston's like bathtub or something. Yeah, we got it. We got to stick a parental parental advisory sticker on it, and it'd be a, a mixtape. Be it, that'll be it, that'll be the cover that'll be the cover for for Kendrick Lamar's next album, dude. Because I'm just I'm just look at me. It's a grind. Look at me. I just don't stop. I don't stop. Yo, the grind don't stop. Not even in the garage. Not even in the garage. <laughs> not the grind. The, garage, the grind yeah. stops for no one. Not even the garage. <laughs> when the garage? What? No, just when the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Have we already found the podcast name? When the garage <laughs> just the garage garage, garage, setup. garage setup. <laughs> oh no oh no i think <laughs> can't wait for the first person who is ne- like the person who's never tuned into our podcast by the way we are a hockey <laughs> podcast um we get there eventually you know yeah <laughs> yeah you know we're just we're three white male who just it's think they're funny podcast. and laugh at laugh at jokes that's what that's what a podcast is after all ain't it mm-hmm. yeah on to uh, more white male things. Uh, Sidney Crosby. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> on to more white males. <laughs> yeah. Um, on to hot on the agenda. Yeah. Not so yeah, much I got the agenda, agenda to follow. <laughs> oh my but, god. Well, yeah, Sidney Crosby is out for at least six weeks after a successful wrist surgery. So good thing it went well. But Pittsburgh does not now does not have a uh, Sidney Crosby or Evgeny Malkins, and I think their number one center is Jeff Carter. And of course, I forgot. I forgot Malkin. Oh I saw. I saw the tweet. I saw Vesna Toskala <laughs> tweet on Twitter. It's like, who's going to be their first line center? It's like forward Alexander. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. What is Pittsburgh going to do to start this season, though? Like they have no centers. Oh, like they're going to get I... Mark Donk and Buzz Flippin to come up. Yeah, oh, bro, Teddy Bluger. He's ready. He's ready. Yeah, Teddy Bluger. Jeff Carter's going to turn back the clock, you know? Oh, Teddy Bluger. Eric Freak. Jake Gensel this season. Wow. <laughs> Another... I heard Freed say that yeah. um, they want, they're looking, they might go look and sign like Bozak or something. Oh, no, that's right. I did season. see that. Alex Kerfoot. Stanley Cup champion Tyler Bozak, by the way. Got to get it right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Have we ever talked about? We talked about <laughs> it multiple said, times. We you... know what? Talk about it. Talk about it for new listeners. Again, for the new listeners. Uh, so yeah. What was it? Twenty the for twenty eighteen. I'll, I'll tell you a story. I'll yeah, tell you yeah. a story. You, I got you. Don't you worry. Better explain it. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. No, because I, I got like details etched into my brain. It's you know. Anyways, um, unfortunately, so it's stuck Bozak. with you. Yeah, Tyler Bozak gets signed by the St. Louis Blues in the off season of twenty eighteen, and he says, "I went to St. Louis." Oh God, because I want to win a cup, something along those lines. And I said, yeah, I'll give a dollar to everybody who likes this tweet. 
I want to retweets to get up to. <laughs> no, I think I said, I think I said likes or, oh, or yeah. likes or no likes or retweets. I said, I'll give it, I'll give whoever likes or retweets this a dollar if they actually win the Stanley Cup. Lo and behold, um, they won the Stanley Cup and uh, somebody kept that. And uh, Old Takes Exposed got a look at it. And, uh, yeah, that's probably my most famous moment. <laughs> so Not Grandpa Doc or anything, you know. We'll talk about that sometime else. That's, <laughs> that's for that's, another episode. That's yeah. for next episode. Yeah, this will be a continuous story of my um, infamous hockey Twitter moments. And which, by the way, next episode, we're going to do uh, roster predictions for the Olympics, which I'm looking so much forward <clears throat> to. I'm excited. <clears throat> When uh, Jordan Bennington and Drew Doughty make Team Canada and Seth Jones makes Team USA. Seth Jones, Seth Jones making Team USA. Okay. That like is better than like... that is better than Alex Dabrinkit on the top fifty players in the NHL. Seth Jones. Mark Andre Fleury's better than both of them. And he's not going to make it because Jordan Bennington's too good. It's true. Um, oh, I was going to say, I can't remember. Um, what, what's worse? You, you, Jimmy, you with your Tyler Bozak tweet or me saying the Seth Jones where it's like Darren Drager's like at least seven years for Seth Jones. And I'm like, at least it's not eight years. And then literally right after Darren Drager's like, oh my bad. It's eight years. <laughs> Which one is worse? Which one would win? The fact that, no, the fact you said that, that one year of Seth Jones was on the line. The St. Louis Blues winning their first Stanley Cup against all odds was on the line, and I somehow, somehow <laughs> messed up. I think I messed up a little bit more than you did. All right, just a little bit more. I'll take that. That's a compliment. I, I can for I can fortunately say I haven't been exposed on Twitter. Like yeah, that. no, yeah. just kidding. No, no Schmitty, like in. We talked about Jesse Blake. He is the silent assassin. Schmitty is too is too smart for that to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Literally, just yeah, exactly. That man dodges everything. He's never said anything bad, but any hot he is, case, this man will never never be. He is Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. Yo, whoa. So, uh, next topic, the new Matrix trailer, Matrix Resurrection. Yeah, now we're switching to movies. <laughs> but seriously, what the fuck was that trailer? <laughs> oh, I still haven't watched no. that yet. Oh, dude, I'm excited, because I don't know if they're, like, retconning the last two or not, but I think they are. They kind of have to with what, what? Like, the trailer shows. Like, oh. it's crazy. <laughs> I Okay, listen, I hope I'll so, that makes it easier for it. me. Easier for me to get into it. Because I've not seen any of them, so I'm fine just watching the. First I've seen I've seen Matrix just the movies. first one. Oh man, first one's great. The next two are obviously as a wholesome can like reason. One, I like the second one. What's the third one like? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it's like <laughs> the Godfather. The two, the first two I mean, movies it, are great. You could like it sucks. though. Like it, that's the thing with those movies. It's like. Some people love them to death. Like it's their favorite no, it's, form of fiction. So, dude, maybe no, that's beautiful. Good. There's so much there. Like the action is, you know, like it may not look the best now, but it's revolutionary for the time and the impact oh, it had. Sure. I can never, never dismiss that. Like, there's some, there's some CGI that even if it looks bad now, has so much history behind it that you can't respect it. Mm-hmm. And there's like literally the directors to trans women making the movie a complete trans allegory while also being its own movie. Like that's, that's and roasting the shit out of Ivanka Trump and uh, Elon Musk. So. <laughs> Fuck both of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. Because here's the context. The red red was the color of estrogen pills back then. That's what the red pill meant. To oh, for those who don't know. I didn't know what you were talking about. Now I get what you're talking about. Oh, okay. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you were okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me one. 
Fine. Yeah, you know what? Pierce, say something that I yeah. see about it while I look. Well, no, we can go back to actually talking about how the Penguins are screwed to start the season without Crosby and Malkin. Yeah. So, <laughs> when are they going to get Dylan Strong? Wait, no, that's good for us, boys. We play the Penguins like the third game of the season. That's right. That's <laughs> I right. I just remembered uh, that. No, <laughs> we, we totally don't face Colorado the first game or anything. Stop, stop. <laughs> Seth Jones. We don't talk about that. Bro, the Hawks well, are going to win that game like 5 3, and everyone's going to shit themselves. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all cereal. It's going to be all like, the Hawks are back. The Seth Jones trade was good. Flurry's going to get the best. Like, everything's going to be right after the game. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait first. losing 6-1 and Seth Jones is going to be on the ice for four goals again. Yeah, Seth Jones is going to get like a primary assist on the power play or he's going to be like a minus five. I don't think. No, it's the first big either or. And everyone's going to be like, no, no, he'll, he'll be, he'll be, he'll get a primary assist. And be a f- minus five, and they'll still shit themselves over how great they think. Yo, he broke the puck out in transition, and he fired it in transition as well. No this way. Is, this reminds me of a good young defenseman in Ottawa, but that's besides the point. Oh, speaking of Ottawa, let's get to Ottawa. Pierre Dorian uh, signed an extension right. there. Wait, we asked about the Penguins, though. Where, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, that's what true. What the fuck are the going to do? Uh, here's the thing. Every year we say, it seems like the past couple of years it's Pause. been like, yeah. Pause. Hold up, hold up. Let's hear it. Who's nuts off to Pittsburgh? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Crosby, Malkin, and Kuznetsov. Whoa. If, if, if I'm no, I'm just playing around. I'm just playing mm-hmm. around. But if they, if that actually ended up happening in some way, just, you know, like being theoretical, imagine that, like, in theory, the, 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 yes. Um, hypothetically speaking, hypothetically. if the Pittsburgh Penguins were to trade for Evgeny Kuznetsov. Think about the assets they can get back, though. Like, I know the Penguins don't have the best, but you can get a first-round pick. You can get maybe a good prospect or two. Because that's um, still has value. Or I, Tomas Hurdle. Hurdle makes more sense because Pittsburgh has this thing called no cap space. So And Hurdle is better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, I'm – no, I'm bullshitting about Kuznetsov. It's, it's a funny idea. It's a funny idea. But Tomas Hurdle is going to be a Penguin within the month. It's just or Bruin. Man, if only they had Jared McCann. So or man. forward Alexander Kerfoot or Brandon Tanev. Always oh, he... they can't have him. What happened with Brandon Tanev? Uh, he's in Seattle. With See, Jared McCann. Like... Mm-hmm. Yep. Not Alexander mm-hmm. Kerfoot. Forward Alexander Kerfoot. Well, you know Alexander Kerfoot is going to be picked up the expansion draft. You see that, Betty Lilly. Yeah, oh, that's bro. right. That's totally. right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, on the Ottawa, right? You're oh, I just want to say Pittsburgh, it seems like the past couple of years, we've been saying, okay, maybe this is the year that they don't miss because uh, Crosby and Malkin aren't quite as where they used to be, and their their depth is around it. It doesn't matter, but when oh. Crosby and Malkin are out, what are they going to do? Are you like are you going to rely on Tristan Jari to like hold the fort down? Who are Pittsburgh you going to get to hold the fort down? That's very Kapanen, who literally does shoot the puck in transition, after transitioning. And I mean, they lost Cody Cece, so like, who's their defenseman now? The guy who can log hard minutes and play great defense and shut people down. Okay, and what hits. position does uh, Buzz Flippet play? He can play any position. Okay, then that's the best so. part. <laughs> you my defense Pierre Oliver Joseph and John Marino are going to become like an all-star pairing and def- like and just like save Tristan Jari for the time that Crosby and Malkin are out, and then they're going to come back and then they're going to make a run for the cup. Yeah, and then Zach Aston Reese is going to have a Brian Rust like jump, and then they're going to be fine. <laughs> But then they lose to the Islanders. <laughs> it's, it's the Islanders. It's Montreal. Who is it? They made it this Everyone. year. And who was it this year? I forget. 
Oh, they're also the Islanders. The Islanders, yep, yep. How did I forget that? But yeah, Islanders, Montreal. Islanders own them. Yeah. Barry Trotz in specific owns them. Actually, yeah, you're right. It very good is Barry Trotz. <laughs> yes, yes. Took him a couple tries, but yeah. After that, first, after that first one in Washington, he got yeah, 2018, 2019, and 2021. It's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Very impressive. And then he beat his old team the other year. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, yeah. And speaking of speaking of the Islanders, before we get into the Sens, they officially finally announced Zach Parise deal, which I don't get why it took so long. But Because Lou Amaro thinks he's always oh, so cool. No, he probably doesn't think that way, but I don't know. <laughs> <He's so cool. laughs> oh, I'm so cool. I'm going to wait to make these signings. That's exactly no, no, what it's he like, He's like, you know, this big, tough guy, and then like, he looks at the Godfather poster, and he's like, oh, I'm so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm such a mobster. Yeah, he has like, he has like, a, he has like a poster of Marlon Brando on his wall. <laughs> Dude, what do you? I grow up. I want to be like Al Capone. <laughs> Dude, imagine what Al Capone would be if you saw me now. Oh my goodness! You should be in Chicago for that. Sheesh. Lou Lamarell, like just walking around, stern. <gasps> Martin Scorsese. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I, I love, I love The Departed, man. Oh wow. <laughs> oh, I love Goodfellas. Oh, this is fantastic work. Joe Pesci is great in that movie. <laughs> And, and Raging Bull as well. He's just like super feminine. <laughs> just oh really my sad. god, I loved Raging Bull so much. And you know, I mean sensitive. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Oh my sorry, god, Taxi like Driver is so good. It's such a deep movie. Oh my god, lightning story. <laughs> the Irishman. I watched that too. Stop. No, the Irishman. You know the way it was meant to be watched on Nintendo 3DS. Not at all. Yes. Not at all. <laughs> Now all all I'm gonna say is the Irishman came out and then all of a sudden Netflix went downhill. Coincidence? I think. Not. And then the pandemic. And then the pandemic happened after that too. Uh, now and the then the panini happened. Uh, then what? I can't believe the panini happened. And I made a sandwich. Uh, can't believe the pan fry happened. They really need to pan. hold disease after a sandwich. Can't believe it. That's right. I can't believe we're in a panhandle right now. This is crazy. <laughs> I can't believe we're in Panama, Lama Beach, dude. I cannot believe we're in Panama right now. <laughs> so yeah, we're a hockey, we're a hockey podcast. Yeah. Um, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> we're, just, we're just shooting the shit, as they'd say. Left back Parise and Kabul. We need to announce the signing. I will say the one thing I like about the Parise signing, though, going back to that, is that like it actually gives Barry Trotz a reason to not throw Leo Komarov out there. Oh my god! Um, That's every 2016 All Star Leo Komarov, dude. Zach Parise now would actually still be pretty fucking good with Matt Barzell. The hands never go away. All he's got to do is just go to the net. <laughs> exactly. What is again? Literally, what star has been better at that besides Crosby in mm-hmm. the last like ten years is probably him. Right, like maybe Ryan gets live too, but Zach Parise is just like that man is a fucking like he's like if Andrew Shaw was a star, you just can't get him the fuck out of your crease. Yeah, <laughs> little piece of shit, but it works and he scores. I'm actually just surprised how well his body's held up. Like, yeah, honestly. I mean, obviously, point production's gone down, but like if they have Zach Parise on their first line in game seven against Tampa Bay, did they maybe beat them or at least make a tie game and score a goal? Mm, I don't think so. You know what? But they had they had close games. Helps. I don't know. 
But what about a healthy Anders Lee and Zach? That's that's the one. If if Anders Lee's healthy, that series is different. It it just goes completely different. Anders Lee and Zach Parise on the same team. That's not fun. That's happening. Their left side's really good right now. Nobody's gonna like that. And And you gotta face. And on top of that, you gotta face the identity line. Bro, and you gotta face Nathan Bovillier. What are they gonna do? (laughs) Nathan Bovillier down the wing. He's going. What a great player, Nathan Bovillier. And they still and they got Paul Mary back. They still got Pajot. Like they're deep at forward. And their defense is going to be great because it's very yeah, top four, super solid. Like you know, it's amazing that team somehow it's they're so bad. Their Corsi is horrible, but somehow they you they feel it seems like they still are a good defensive team. Well, they are. They just don't give. They just don't give up high danger shots. That's what it That's is. That's yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's just they're not going to have a lot of possession. That's just yeah, the way they and they play. don't care. It's that's like that's the best thing is that you can throw as many shots as you want. That team's not. Hey, they have an identity. They have an identity. Yeah, exactly. Because of Kyle Clutterbuck. Yeah, hey, Matt Martin. Come on now. Uh huh. Oh, you're right. You're right. Awkward silence. All right. Oh, um, yes. oh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm um, looking up Zach Parise's uh, Google Sheets. Uh, Google his, Sheets. Uh, his Google Sheets. Jay Fresh card. We're going to see what he does. Oh, God, check out. Like Is Zach Parise actually good still? His Zach, offensive wait. stats are blue. I'm just wow. saying, Zach, if I see blue, that means. <laughs> That he's equals good. good. Yeah, exactly. He's blue, so he's good, dude. Is the reason the Blackhawks are so bad is because their jerseys are red? Maybe they should change to blue, and then they'll Bro, be I good. I think the Blackhawks are going to be bad because Nikita Zadorov clearly knew what he was doing at defense because he was top 10 in that one G fresh stat that one time. That's what I'm saying. No, his, he has like a high defensive stat for some reason. That's why him and Erica Branson are be a great pairing in Calgary. Oh my oh, gosh. I cannot oh, I didn't put two Erica and two Branson together. signed in Calgary. That's just... It... That that took me off guard today. Like, so what? Their answer to what happened last year is grit, more grit. Okay, we didn't um, make the playoffs in the Canadian division. Ah, let's go get Nikita Zadorov and Erica Branson to help us out. No, that's how I answer a question. Oh yeah. gosh, that's how I answer a defensive question. Is I uh, I get the big guy. What does he do? Nah, he's big. He gets on base, not no. <laughs> basically. He, he gets he's on six the ice five and, every time uh, he steps on the ice, and yet can't teach see that. that you know i love the adam bokvist defensive game is you know getting much better but nikita zadorov you know he does something adam bokvist will never do and that's be quite big and uh and he punches and he swears away. at the other player for hitting the goalie i don't think adam bokvist could do that because he's a soft sweet he'll yeah, be soft starting sweet. on team soft russia euro, these euros, yeah bro all these euros bro so soft unbelievable he's not gonna win gold medal on the back of andre vasilevsky no, man, no. Russia's defense is something else. <laughs> this is something else. This is something else. <laughs> and but you're sleeping. Do. You're sleeping on Sergachev and Artem Zub as their top pairing, though. Artem I mean, Zub Sergachev is going to play defense, and I have faith in on that team. So, Artem Ian Mendes isn't he actually solid in his in his own right? Yeah, Ian Mendes sang his praises on when we had him on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I looked at his card, and it's a lot of blue, so I assume that's, that's good. a lot of blue. The oh, grass go up. <laughs> It'd actually be uh, fun to see Russia do a little damage. It seems like they're always in it, but they're just a defense away from actually doing something. Yeah, they got destroyed by Canada in 2010, and then 2014, they got destroyed by Finland and Russia. 
Maybe mm-hmm. if that guy Alex Ovechkin wasn't such a choker. That yeah, happen. notice how in 2018 they didn't have Ovechkin and they won they the gold won. medal. Kovalchuk makes you better, makes you dude. think. Kirill Kaprizov, so better leader than Ovechkin. It makes you really think, man. Nikita Gusev, better. Ovechkin. Question mark? Whoa. Is that why he's not signed right now? Yeah, man. You really, uh, you're, uh, you're definitely thinking some thoughts. That's for sure. You're definitely thinking some thoughts. One might even say 31 thoughts. No, nah, we go to 33. <laughs> 33. Right. We got more thoughts than Elliot Freeman. Are we better than him? Maybe. All of our thoughts may not be good, but that's all. There's a lot of but their thoughts to listen to. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of runtime. Doesn't um, say 33. It doesn't say 31 good thoughts or bad thoughts. It's just thoughts. Well, speaking of a good, uh, I believe Artem Zub, he was an overseas signing, wasn't he? Yep, from the KHL. Yeah. You know, and you know that what GM did that? Pierre Dorian. Pierre Dorian, who just got an extension in Ottawa. Pierce. Um, what do we think about that? Are we a little pissed off that Pierre uh, McGuire wasn't the uh, choice? Yeah, they chose the wrong Pierre. I'll That's say that. Saying, man. They didn't say, Pierre, you want to come out here? Yo, Pierre, want to come out here? <laughs> Yeah, and Pierre cool. Dorian stepped down instead of Pierre Maguire because he he was too busy shitting on analytics. So Pierre Dorian came out. That's yeah. what happened. Maybe Eugene Melnick had like a moment of, like you know, actually. Maybe he was thought. too busy doing like a between the ferns interview, like he did with Mark Borowiecki, but with Pierre Maguire. Maybe that, they were like Zub. filming Artem that. Zub, man. Arden Zub, who apparently, who, who when, when we're talking about Ian Mendes, like he barely doesn't know how to speak English, so that would be even more awkward. <laughs> no, it's just like no, and they actually like don't realize how awkward it is. Is the best part. So I could 100% see it happen. It's like it's like an Office episode. It's just no. so fucking awkward, just so could, cringy. Imagine Arden Zub just like replying in Russian, and there's just this barrier between the two, and they still make it happen. <laughs> Eugene, Eugene Melnick would release that. Come on. Don't put it yeah. I'm like, I'm like thinking about it for the last five minutes and I'm like, I guess Dorian deserves this extension. Like, I didn't think he did yeah. at first, but then I'm like, you know, he kind of won the Carlson trade right now. He's... Well, look at this team is on the rise and it's his work. Yeah. It, all when the he's... prospects are what he did. It's just and... a shame that the coach hates Branstrom, which I think is well, hilarious. But... I think that's great because he's coming to Chicago, that means, for, for Dylan, Dylan Yes, sir. <laughs> great minds and players. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love um, I love what Ottawa's doing. I, I feel with Dorian, it's weird because he has those moments. You know, he has those moments, but it feels that – I feel that a lot of those moments are caused by Eugene Melnick interference. It, oh, definitely. I'm, I'm it's like Tom Dunnan in Carolina, I think. It's like the Pagoulas. Yep. You can tell. You can tell. Owners having their hands in things when they shouldn't. They should just let the hockey men do their thing. I hate it so much. (laughs) As much as we hate hockey men, like owners, just stay the fuck out. I think Pierre Dorian, it's just his, dude, it's his man. We are a team. He's very, he always looks like he's about to explode. He looks anxious, nervous, like. Wouldn't you be after like the last four seasons in Ottawa? Like the dude was on, like, there's no, a hot no, no, no. season. They're sitting on top of a it. volcano, and then there's what Pierre Dorian was doing in 2018-2019. This <laughs> oh, dude no, was no, sitting no, no. on the sun. That's how high his seat was. Jesus. No, I, I see nothing wrong with it. I just think that people don't take him seriously. I think that's the thing. No, like, it he, takes he, me serial. Well, he released the Blackhawks uh, for an easy month. <laughs> that's right. That's Who is now true. in Colorado with Jack Johnson? I'm a PTO. <laughs> PTO, baby. PTO season is among us, boys. Oh, my Bro, uh, oh, yeah. And going back to Pittsburgh, I think they signed 
Brian Boyle to a uh, PTO, yes, which did. is pretty cool. Yes, they, they did. did. Brian Boyle still in the league. Look at this. By the way, I thought he retired. I, I was I I'm surprised to see to see that. Yeah, he played Florida. Like, did he play last two years ago? It was two years ago. I don't think he, he definitely did not play last year. I don't what? think he's played since before the pandemic. So, well, let me look it up. Before the panhandle. Before the Panini. Before Dude, the Panama. Panini. Before Panama Island was a thing. This Panama. I can't believe Panama's a thing now. I'm so sad. Why do we have to wear masks? Bro, Why do we have to get Panama's a vaccinated? A thing, but Italy's not? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is the shape of Italy? Uh, really makes you think, Pierce. Really makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did not play last season. But mm-hmm. he was... <laughs> Captain for USA at the World Championships. Oh yeah, that is true leadership. Not yeah. only is he six seven when Hold he steps on the ice, but he's that. the captain. I didn't know he leadership. did that. That's why he's coming because Crosby's out, and they needed a captain. They now need a true right. leader, unlike that bum guys, Crosby. Guys, yeah, Christopher Latang could never. Yeah, he's going to Iowa. He's going to score. Brian Boyle's going to score. Oh my season. god. Oh, Brian Boyle's gonna gonna make the first. He's gonna step on the first line, play Jake Gensel, and he's gonna get a hat trick against us. I just realized how the Crystal Tang trade can become viable. Is it Brent Pittsburgh for Latang? Yeah, at the deadline when Pittsburgh sucks mega bad because <laughs> Crosby's out for longer or more. And Tristan Jari is still their starting goalie. Yeah, Tristan Jari's yeah. going eight seventy. But I want, like, for Branstrom and, like, something else. Because, like, they're going to give up Branstrom eventually. They have too much coming up with Hopefully Bernard Chicago, Docker and Sanderson. You know. Yeah. Like, that's like the thing. A second or a third or something. A second. Branstrom in a second. There I really go. think that's always the funniest thing with, like, defensemen. Because you see it all the time around the league. It's like you get this, like, plethora of prospect defensemen, right? And it's like, okay, we have all these guys. And then all of a sudden, when they're all NHL early, it's like, shit, we only have six defensive spots. What are we going to do here? And they're always, there's always a rookie that's out that probably should be playing. Like, Bodan's a good example on the Hawks last year. Probably yep. should have been playing every game last year, but there's no room. Okay, like, but Nikita Zadorov, big, stop. tall hit. Yeah. Things. Like, it's just stupid. And then you end up having to get rid of prospects. Like, that's why I, uh, like, commend Colorado so much that they'd be able to keep all these young guys together. Like they're all yeah. locked up now. They got. Their oh no! Team. He had to trade Ryan Graves. Oh, now you got to play Bone Byram in your top four. Oh, that's so no. rough. No, oh, you traded Connor Timmins. Oh, now you got to sign Jack Johnson. Okay, that's play. actually bad. <laughs> no, but Eric Johnson comes back, so we're good. Yeah, that's oh. true. What is their top four still? Taves, Johnson, and Johnson. Oh, it's only gonna work seventy percent of the time. It works seventy percent of the time. All the time. Johnson. Fucking what, what what's their top four still? It's like Taves, McCarr, then, then Gerard, like Johnson, Gerard and then, Johnson. I'd say yeah, and then Byram and Murray, Brian Murray. Like they're fine. No, they're really good. Yeah, and they, they got McDermott as the next show. Yeah. yeah, they'll be fine. They'll and be fine. Jack Johnson. What happened Jack. to Connor Timmins? Didn't oh, he uh... got traded. He got traded to Arizona. He got sent. He got sent to exile at the age yeah. of twenty-two. Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Cool. Just like Nick Schmaltz. Rest in peace, sense. Connor Timmons. He's still alive. He's just in Arizona. For the foreseeable future, because he's an RFA. <laughs> Man. And doesn't, like, Arizona want, like, two firsts for Chikrin right now? Apparently, that was, like, reported on as false. Uh-huh. But, I mean, hey, I would have given up for Seth Jones, what we did for Seth Jones for Jacob Chikrin. 
My favorite thing telling Hawks fans is that if we would have given them that package for Eichel, I probably would have given Buffalo's gotten Buffalo's attention. A At the very least. least, gotten it close, like their yeah. attention. They would know? have been like, hmm, okay. <laughs> they wouldn't have just hung up immediately. But all right, we we can't keep dwelling on that stupid trade. No, all we gotta do is watch how things go for the next nine years. It just sucks too, because like if that trade was like not this off season, this would be a great off season. <laughs> Literally, if they did everything else they did without that trade, we would. But enough fine. about the Blackhawks. <laughs> pesky, enough pesky about the Blackhawks centric podcast. Ugh. Ugh. Enough of that. Let's talk about the yeah. Senators. Let's yeah. Let's talk about the Ottawa Senators, the hottest topic in town. I'm serious though. Like when you guys were talking about Dorian, I was sitting there. I was like, "Holy crap!" He got Josh Norris and Tim Stutzler. For Josh Norris. Josh Norris. That guy is so underrated. Like I saw. Josh Norris. Is I good. saw a Jay Fresh comparison. Yeah. Like when Ryan O'Reilly was the same age of them, they had like the basically the exact same stats. Not saying he's going to be Ryan O'Reilly, but he's he going to be a, damn good. Josh Norris had a really strong finish to the season with Ottawa. He was like, like I think he was fourth in Calder holding. Mm-hmm. He deserved it too. He was great. Yeah. Um, I'm very curious to see what they do next year because, mm-hmm. I mean, the Atlantic you would think would be sorted out, but there's just so many question marks in that division. You don't even know what's going to happen. Think... The, only, the only two that aren't question marks are the Florida teams, in my opinion. Yeah, like Boston's a question mark. Uh, Toronto's a question mark. Montreal's definitely a question mark. Um, they might be the biggest question mark of them all. Montreal, definitely, hundred percent. And then you got Buffalo, who's middling, and they're Detroit. Buffalo. So, I mean, Ottawa's got a real shot to kind of give these teams a run for their money this year. So it should be interesting. It, I mean, I got to imagine Matt Murray's not going to be as bad as he was last year. I got to imagine he's not going to be. That no, bad. this can't be that. I don't think he's what he was. He's like, not. even if he's like a nine oh five guy, that's fine. Like, no, better than whatever he was last year. Yeah, he was well, nine hundred. Last year was as bad as it gets. It couldn't get worse, right? And if it does, then you got to buy that. Holy God, yeah, just, yeah, that's. No question. No question. Yeah, because, yeah, sure. like, I feel last year, you don't want to, like, just be like, uh, whatever, it's kind of a throwaway season. But just with COVID, it being a shortened season, just all the circumstances, I feel like, whatever, just throw that that season in the trash and just restart fresh. Yeah, honestly. And, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be interesting next year for, for sure. I Especially in that division. Like I feel like we're gonna be talking about that like every week in this during the season. So you'll be like, oh, who's slumped this week? And then we're gonna make hot takes on like <laughs> Boston's not making it because they went one and three this week against the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But um, um what were we talking about next? RFAs? Yeah, RFAs. I wanted to go through the the RFAs that have not signed yet, so Speaking of Ottawa, there is a big one right now. Oh yeah, we can we can we can just get right to that. So, uh, Brady Kachuk is not signed, and apparently, like the tensions between them are like it's there's a lot of tension between them. But at the same time, I think it was Elliot Freeman said that uh, they're going to offer him, or like if they were to offer him, it'd be like an eight times eight contract. So, makes perfect sense. Like I, I keep seeing um, Sean Simpson say like, oh, they just need to get him the eight times eight and slap the C on him at that same press conference. Cause he's, he's going to be the face, like maybe not the face of the team, but he's the part of the team for sure. Oh, definitely. And, just all the stuff he does in the community and just the way he plays. Exactly. 
he's such a pivotal piece to that team going forward. And I like people will like people who just like kind of look at the stats will just be like, Oh, Brady Kachuk's like a 40 point player. That's not that good. But it's like, no, it's I think he's still, every- I think he still has more to give to them. Also just, exactly. and and, and, you, you're, and the, the intangibles he brings, like, you know, Dude, How many, he's such a pest on the ice. Like you can't like, and he's more of a pest than Matthew at times because he's he's tougher than Matthew. Matthew will turtle. He doesn't turtle. Yeah, like, I was gonna say. I think no, Matthew Matthew is showing like the sign of weakness where like what happened last year in Calgary. I feel like Brady like does just, just not give a shit. No, he does not dude, give a dude, shit. Dude, dude. It took Marshawn so long to crack. Matthew Kachuk's already cracked. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Brady Kachuk is no, you no. Know there's a reason he wears seven. Like his dad, he's actually the real deal. He um, does not fuck I, around. Dude, I remember I wanted him so bad in 2018, but he was never making it out of the top five. That mm-hmm. skill set is just too rare to come by, especially in, like, nowadays drafts. Holy crap. You know, he went, didn't he go into the league his first year? Like, yeah, and I think he got 20 goals. Yeah, he's got way more to give, man. This guy's, what, 21? Yeah, I think so. 21, yeah, no. 22. He's still very he's young. Got, super so young. He's got, yeah, Just he's going to be at least a 70, 80 point player, you know, at his best. Yeah. There's no way. I was going to say, like, 60, 70 points, just super, like, he's just, that, he's that, just he's a good horse on the ice. Way of the ice, yeah. Like, dude, people dude. say that about, like, other players, but, like, you know, they just actually don't have the numbers to back it up. He has the analytics. And he's just, he's just, a, he's just a rare kind where he's, like, a good hockey player, but he's also that, like, player that brings the intangibles and is in the pain, is a, the pain in the ass on the ice. Like, he's a unicorn, honestly. Mm-hmm. He like, really is. Is he, um, is, does he play him at center or left wing? Left wing. Left wing. He's a but he winger. does play center sometimes, so I've, I've seen him, like, go up in the dot a few times. But that, I think that might be situation. I'll leave so. that to Norris since Stutzleff. They do play exactly. Stutzleff center. Or Batherson. Or, it really yeah, is like yeah, yeah that had, too. He's like if you put Taves on the wing and gave him a bite. Like, this guy just falls <laughs> ass. He, he's... I really hope I, – I, I don't know the if they'll do this, too. but I really so hope the, the United States puts uh, both Kachucks on the same line. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, we, my dad and I talk about that all the time. Like, the third line should be two Kachucks and then um, – who was the center we were talking about? Oh my God. Um, honestly, you could throw the two of them with Matthews, and I think that would just be the perfect line. You could put Eichel to break it with Kane, and then that's your, that's your high-scoring line. But you put Matthews' goal-scoring with those two guys – they're gonna piss everyone off. I don't care if it's, if it's McDavid, Point, Barzell. One of them's getting clocked if they go up the ice. <laughs> it's, they're gonna be fun to watch. And if Brady doesn't make the Olympic team, that's a crime. I'm sorry. He needs to be on that team, even if it's a taxi squad type thing. He needs to be there because uh, it's, it's, it's gonna be a part like of the US future, definitely. Oh, for sure, for sure. He's gonna be able, like if he doesn't make it this year, he's a lock for the next one. Like 100. percent yeah. What other RFAs we got? Uh, Kirill Kaprizov has, still hasn't signed. Oh, it man. seemed I feel like we've mentioned we've mentioned this, but it seems like every week it's like, oh, they're getting it's close, different. and then another week it's, oh, they're not close. Yeah, I've completely tapped out. I have no investment in that anymore. It just it'll happen when it happens. Yeah. It's so mm-hmm. it's probably the most boring narrative of this entire summer, by far, because you just know they're gonna sign it. It's just matter of when get, yeah. the, get the semantics over with and just sign the damn contract yeah the worst part is too he's holding back Pedersen in vancouver because Pedersen wants to see what caprizov's getting and the thing with caprizov is i feel like this is a mitch marner type thing right now i feel like they're like 500 no. off and they're just stalwarting because minnesota are stalemating because minnesota has to because they're about to take on literally a Connor mcdavid's worth of dead cap next year so that's right i mean 
And Kaprizov right. holds all the cards. He has all the cards, dude. If he leaves, that team's a basement team. I don't care. No, like, yeah. that team without Kaprizov is not good. Kaprizov is the X factor. Like, yeah. It's unbelievable that it's even taken Minnesota this long and they're lowballing him this hard. It's like, it's like, and they did it with everyone, clearly, because Fiala's taken one year and he says, screw it, I'll just leave if you do this again. Um, it, it really says something yeah. about what Bill Guerin's doing in Minnesota, I think. Because if he's really playing hardball with some of these contracts, I that is not how you ruin relationships, up. and that's how they leave on their next contract. So this is, could, this is his first time really facing big RFAs for this team, isn't it? Ever. He's never yeah, had to face an RFA's big off. And he's blowing it completely. Chuck Fletcher was the last one to face one this big. Face one this big. Actually, mm, would Zuccarello be counted? Not really. That's no. a eh, not really. I the mean, lizard. I'm talking like you. It's your guys. It's your guys. He's taller than me to... when I look Bro, up Bro, do you know Matt Zuccarello's in Spider-Man? A great drop thing. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the lizard, man. The lizard, oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, Matt Zuccarello. This is Matt Zuccarello with those big eyes. Oh, my God. He's got eyes like a lizard, too. Just staring through his soul. But, wow. I, I mean, I think we've said it at nauseam with Caprizov. If he doesn't get signed, Minnesota's fucked for the next, like, four years. Because how are you They're fucked forever. Agents? He is how that franchise. How you Dude, you know what's great? He's going to take, like, one year... Seven mil in Chicago because he knows that he's got a future there. <laughs> he wants to play with Seth Jones. <laughs> hey, 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 and Tyler Johnson, man. Listen, I have seen his uncanny ability to, play with, to intercept Bucks. I oh know what God. he's capable uncanny. of. Uncanny. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I'm never going to live that down. That's the funniest. It's like, it, I swear to God, I heard that and I'm like, did Stan Bowman like straight up go to EA and tell them to put this in the trailer? Because I don't know why you would like try that hard to talk about Seth Jones and his the one since thing when? That, when the did one anybody that... ever go man I love his ability to pick off passes I've never heard yeah, can, there, who has ever talked about could you imagine they're like going through the draft yeah he's tall he can skate well but the real the best part I like about his game is his uncanny ability to intercept pucks that is literally the first time anybody's ever said that. And there are other things he does do, do well with his game. That's like, <laughs> what's the last thing I think about, bro. Could be like power play quarterback. I don't know. Something like, come on. Oh he can skate. God. He can move the puck. But what else can he take you? Uh, sorry, Dylan. You want, you were going to say something. Uh, we cut mm-hmm. you off, I believe. No, nah, didn't I'm have good. to cut me off. I don't even remember what I was going to say. So, yeah, we were kind of we were talking about Pedersen and uh, Hughes, or like well, on the Vancouver Pedersen and Hughes. Hughes is oh I, yeah oh no. Can I just say it really surprised? Like, can they not offer sheet Quinn Hughes, or is just no one got the cojones so. to do it? Yeah, no, it's, hello. No, but then they'll ruin their relationship with Jim Benning, though. Dude, Quinn Hughes would genuinely love Man. to come to Chicago. We know this. He has said this. He would love to play with Kane. Oh, we're going to get a preview of that at the Olympics with Quinn Hughes and Seth Jones on a pairing. We already saw it, dude, at the World Championships. That's right. That's right. Dude, I... A little sneak peek for you. <laughs> I, I wish the Hawks had cap space or the draft capital to just fucking... Offer she Quinn Hughes the sun and the moon because I, I last season was the outlier season. He's not going to be that bad defensively. Yeah, I can't imagine. He was playing on the Canucks. Yeah, the Canucks were so bad last year. Oh my god! But um, man, he deserves all the money. And it it really once again, I don't get why they got Oliver Ekman Larson. 
Oliver Ekman Larson. He's their number one defenseman. It's one thing to get Oliver Ekman Larson, but then they signed Tucker Pullman, Travis Hamannick, and Luke Shen. And oh, and I just don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. Like they should have just traded for Zadorov. That's what they want. Honestly, I'm so serious. But then their rival Calgary got him with Erica Branson, another former Canuck. I don't like. And then you got you got Brock Besser's name in trade rumors every other day. It's just like. You, what are you doing, Jim Benning? Like every time someone gives you a compliment, you just shit, you just you just spit in your face. Like you spit in my face. <laughs> I offer you fridge. My face. Oh my god! I offer you a seven-year contract. <laughs> you spit in my face. <laughs> oh my gosh but Dude, um, i like i will say i like the factor of social media i love like elias Patterson deleting all his stuff because you it's like the most common like young hockey player negotiation I mean, they do it in all tactic. sports they do it in all sports. i know it's yeah. great hockey i feel like has been doing it as of recently a little bit more mm-hmm. there's more like there's more personality to it not talking about the martyr thing that is completely different I think but, players um, are just finally starting to realize how much leverage they have at the end of the day, especially if you're that good. Yeah, well, if you're popular, if you're popular, like fans, yeah. social media, think of all the like the PR that holds too. You can't well, get okay. that. Like, I, I would say that to an extent, but also I just think like if you're genuinely a good player, you hold a oh, lot yeah. more leverage in an NHL organization than let's say a third liner. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you can literally like at the end of the, especially with like trade control and stuff. Oh, it's here with Lula Morello. These guys are watching yeah, the NBA. Real, <laughs> they're watching the NBA and they're like, "Oh, we right, just hold like, you at gunpoint every time you're in the office." <laughs> Freaking Sopranos looking you dead in the face. <laughs> but um, I'm curious to see with the Canucks if like because I know one of them's getting bridged. I just don't know which one. It, I think it's gonna be Patterson, but. I mean, that's probably the smartest thing for Patterson, too, because, like, I mean, obviously last year was just a mess for him. So The whole like, team was. Like, he got hurt. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. But, like, the guy's literally been a point per game every year he's been in the league. He's – I think people have forgotten just how electric he was in the bubble last year and in the regular season the oh. year before that. And, just, like, his rookie season, the dude was it's unbelievable. It's colder like, winner. It's, a re- it's yeah. recency bias. I think people just. It's I think people forget bias. how great he is. Like I, I someone's oh, who said it. They were like, Pedersen's a tier above someone in terms of like rankings. And I, I oh, Svechnikov was ahead of Pedersen, and that's it's not it true. Yeah. yeah, no, that's not true at all. Like Pedersen's so much better than Svechnikov. Like I, I like no, Andre Svechnikov. Don't get me wrong, but like let's put it this way: if Andre Svechnikov had a little more Brady Kachuk in him, he'd probably be the best power forward in the game. Like Miko oh, Rantanen's yeah. got a little of that. That's why he's really good. Like Miko Ranatan. Miko Ranatan is big. Miko Ranatan. Miko Ranatan. And he, he actually knows how to use it without being a, an idiot. Man, I love watching Ranatan play. It's like a, it's another unicorn, dude. Like, no one that big should be able to stick handle like that. Listen, and she's like going that. after too many guys. They go after too many guys who can use their body when they don't have the puck, when they should be going after guys like Miko Ranatan who use it when they do have the puck. It's the entire Dude, point. It's the, it's a Finn thing too. It's a Finn thing because Barkov yeah, does it too. Barkov too. <sighs> oh my gosh, Line A does it when he's cooking. Like Line A, when Line A's hot, he always uses his body to get to the net. You know who who's sort of learning to use his Capo Caco? He's getting there. Oh, Caco Caco's like my breakout candidate on the Rangers this year. Dude, like, he not was Lafreniere, so good. It's Caco Caco he was, was so on his own line producing chances. Play. 
Yeah. And they're going to cash yeah. on some of those this year. They have to. Mm-hmm. Like, puck oh, that's just the way it is. Lafreniere is only one year in. Like, he'll be fine. Lafreniere's 19, it's like, bro. Yeah. Like, it's like with Pedersen. Like, he had one down year. Get over it. We've seen everything he does before that. Let's stop. Like, the recency bias is exhausting. I think it's, it's lazy. Just... So lazy. Sorry, Pierce. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, especially with this last year, we're just, again, with all the circumstances, yeah. like, I feel like yes, we got to be a little more easy on players because that was just such a difficult year last year. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. So, like, yeah, the last so 120 games are two seasons worth, and like 56 of them were against the same seven teams. Like, there's only so much you can gain out of that. <laughs> Which is why, like, I guess it makes sense why they, like, once again, back to the Blackhawks, I guess it makes sense why they traded for Seth Jones. I saw him play set eight freaking times this year. So they definitely had enough footage on him in person. But, like, you kind of saw that with a lot of teams, though. They were trading in those old divisions they had. Like, um, I mean, or picked up guys from their old divisions. Like, I know Suter went to the Red Wings and stuff. And um, Dallas had a lot of the Canadian teams pick up players from the old teams. And, like, Tucker Pullman went to Vancouver. Like, I don't think that happens unless they're in the same division eight times and they get that much, like, I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting way to look at it. Where, like, a lot of teams that you're not in the same division with, it opens up like, oh, we don't get to see this player that much. And we actually like what he brings to the table. And now we have these new options. I don't know. I'm on a bail tangent right now. Yeah, the Blackhawks were watching the Blue Jackets uh, film tape and they saw Seth Jones' uncanny ability to intercept pucks. And that's why they got him and signed him for almost $10 million for uh, next decade. Woo! $76 million. Get it right, buddy. I said ten million, almost ten million per year for almost a decade. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Gotta get the exact numbers. Stats. Someone, uh, someone saw me. I was like pretending to praise Seth Jones. They like chirp back at me, and they're like six, six point five million. I'm like actually seventy six. Get fucked. Get fucked. (laughs) Just double down. (laughs) I'm gonna double down on the play, man. If I'm gonna make it in the first place, I'm gonna make sure I continue. That is so funny. God, I can't wait for I can't wait for preseason so we could get like because like when preseason starts on like on top of the Blackhawks, it's like yes. the RFA stuff's gonna just ramp up even more because mm-hmm. when yeah. guys aren't in camp, it's gonna be like, oh, well, is he gonna go to Zurich and go play like Mitch Marner, or is he gonna you know not do anything, or is he gonna go just sit at home and post on Twitter and annoy the fuck out of everyone like Frank Cerevalli? I don't know. <laughs> live, it was like live tweeting golf and everyone was like he put like a mind-blowing tweet emoji and everyone's like what do you know frank what is what do you know that we don't <laughs> and like and people have a reason to think that because the dude literally broke the entire seattle expansion so dude and he's been he is broken like no, no, he wrote the he's been on a roll this summer. summer. <laughs> yeah, this is the monster of the summer. Unstoppable, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Emily Kaplan broke all the Blackhawks trades. Hey, you know? right, I, right. I want to know who Emily Kaplan's like, um, insider is Sources. on the Hawks. She got all of them. Oh, I, I know she lives she in Chicago. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. And I was going to say, granted, she's she was in Chicago, Columbus dude. the night Seth Jones got traded. because She's she was in at the... the Chicago mob. Come on. Oh, totally, bro. <laughs> yeah, 100% Bowman is like a secret mob leader come on no scotty is it's not stan oh, no you're right stanis is like that's why the business is collapsing because the sun's got it right now it's <laughs> <laughs> a movie i mean i can't wait for the bio the bowman biopic the bowman biopic please played no. by like, played please by like no. will, it's gonna be played by will smith come on dude it's always will smith in the bio nah, zach galifianakis i need a comedy <laughs> Uh, and Diesel, Stan Bowman. 
just like <laughs> wait, what did you just say? Vin Diesel <laughs> Estefan. <laughs> That's the one. Oh, That's man. the one. <laughs> Vin oh Diesel is Stan Bowman, and then who's gonna Why'd play John cover McDonough? Up the sex <laughs> who's gonna offender? play John McDonough? Why did you cover up the sex offender? Oh, uh, Clint. Your family. Your family. Clint Eastwood would be John McDonough. Oh my god. <laughs> no, George Clooney. George Rocky Clooney. Words, Rocky we'll get him back in the industry. Rocky Wirtz is uh, because it has to be a, it's a sports. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. John Travolta. John Travolta. No, 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 no. Rocky Wirtz is Jonah Hill. It's Jonah Hill, or it's a, a CGI reincarnated. No, um, Jonah Hill, Stan Bowman. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman is Stan Bowman. Yes, that's the one. No, Philip Seymour Hoffman is Rocky Works. I, saw, <laughs> Re- I met him like CGI. Once. There we go. Come on, man. We should be in Hollywood. No. Hollywood. <laughs> no? Okay. That sucks. I don't need that much of the public eye on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> This is enough fame for me, the PJ's cast. I have Uh, 26 plays. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like it that way. (laughs) Bro, come on. 25 plays. Jeez. Get it right, bro. Say it right. So overrated. I will enjoy... I will enjoy the media that the... The media! The only media media I respect is the Daily Bugle. (laughs) You know what? That's true. That's where you get the real news. Who is the photographer that takes the pictures of (gasps) Spider-Man? I don't know. I got this stuff in the world. Dude, J. Jenner Jameson's a real one. <laughs> Seriously. If I'm Honey, your, wife's on the line, she, your wife's on the line. She said I lost a checkbook. Tell her thanks for the good news. <laughs> <laughs> Respect to jo- J. Jonah Jameson. As much as he hates Spider-Man, he would never spread f- spread fake news about a real him. one. If my yeah. boss... If the my slander boss is spoke gonna... print is libel. Thanks. Dude, pack your things. Get out of my there. building. If my boss emotionally abuses me but stands up for me like that without even knowing it, that's my man. Gotta take your pill, sir. Not that one. Not, Not that, that one. one. <laughs> <laughs> drink plenty. Drink plenty of water. <laughs> Holy god, dude! I like I. I don't. I'm not a big fan of the old Spider-Man movies, but J. Jonah Jameson just makes me laugh. Oh, that's like one of the. the that's one of the most best like casting decisions ever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he's so, no, he's so perfect thing. for that. Dylan, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? I don't like Tobey Maguire's acting. I don't like the writing between MJ and, and uh, Peter. I don't cringe. No, I that's don't. I don't cringe. like the. I don't like his. I don't like a lot of shit in that movie. But everything comedic works because Sam Raimi's oh, filmmaking dude. is. God tier. And he's like, ready he to make a comedy. <laughs> I, yeah, seriously, he could make a comedy straight, just a comedy. He could do that. Sam Raimi should make a Deadpool movie. <laughs> oh, that would be perfect. No, he, no, dude, like Evil Dead, just gore, all that. Oh, yeah. Let him do all But then out. you get the, the humor, too. It's just so yeah, great. Yes. Dude, let him oh do it all gosh. practical like he wants. Let him do it exactly like he wants to. Like, I don't think people thing. realize, like, like, granted, I, like, I do like the, the, the first Spider-Man a lot. But so, like it's better than two, dude. Raimi is gonna Spider Man Two is the best sequel of all time. Park. Like the it fact is. that the new Doctor Strange that he's making is so under wraps and no one knows what the fuck's gonna happen in that movie just makes me know it's gonna be good. We're not even seeing like set photos. Nope. All we've seen is like art for a T-shirt. And it had like <laughs> Wong, like America Chavez or whatever. Like had a bunch. Yeah. Of stuff. Usher's more secrecy around things like that. I always like that yeah, better than like just it. like. Little, I want little stuff, right? Like, I want, yeah. like, you know, there was like the 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 shirts for like the crew on a uh, on No Way Home. That's mm-hmm. all I need, right? That's all I need. Let me imagine everything else. Let me imagine yeah. everything else. Let me find out. Just give me 
just give me like a shirt like if i'm in any organization like if i was in hollywood and i was making a movie like i would not allow people at all to take pictures on set and if i was like a gm in the nhl i would not let anything like that, that that's how i am that's no, how yeah, i that's like it thing. to be no here's the thing it's just what hard if, though what if gms <laughs> just didn't talk <laughs> to anybody in the they really shouldn't but no. like your your gm should not be t- or your gm and your owner should not be talking as much as they do no honestly but, Which is why I respect, uh, respect Lou Lamarillo, at least in that aspect. Yeah, no. Like, he lets nothing leak, yeah. Same with, like, Steve Eiserman as well. You know what? At least he stick. At least he has his thing, and he sticks to it. Mm-hmm. And he does it damn well. So he sticks to his guns. Like, yeah, he, really. And he must, he must like, he knows what he's doing. Like, look at the teams he's built. Like, you can question some of the moves he makes, but no matter what, like, look at the Islanders team. I think a lot of it's trots, but back, I also back think. the back GM of the year. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but no. Uh, Something, yeah. I think he influences the culture a lot of hockey teams more so than, like, the actual play. Yeah, it, it gets run differently when Lamorell is there. And I feel like that's yeah. good sometimes. Like when it's like, at least for some teams, they need to be run like a drill sergeant. Clearly, we've seen with a certain team, they kind of need that still. Dude, the Otters kind of play like the guy a drill sergeant talking to him the entire Yeah, they, like the guy from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So true. Yeah, Pierce, oh, shit, I know you but, could uh, suck a golf ball through a water hose. <laughs> Who the fuck said that? Oh, I love Full Metal oh, Jacket. Oh, you said uh, Full Metal, Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. It's in not so yeah, long, not man. I got to see it again. Pierce, you need to come out to Chicago and just show me every stand. Oh, we got we to gotta watch all, not even just that, just all the movies that I love. Oh, yeah. Because you're like oh, you're a, a movie fan, Pierce? You're a movie fan, Pierce? Name every movie. Oh, name of every movie in existence. Yeah, name every movie. Oh, you're you're a you you you're feminist. Name every woman. Oh, you're not racist. (laughs) Name every black person. That's basically it. Oh, you like the Avengers? Oh, well, actually, my friend from high school just made a short film. It's actually better than anything in Hollywood right now. But you know, you wouldn't know that. You know, Martin Scorsese said that that's not actual cinema. So, Rasa Stalin hasn't signed yet. <laughs> so, this is a hockey podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Rasa Stalin, future Blackhawk as well. Alongside oh, hey, it could have been Darlene and Yokiharu in Chicago, but it's in Buffalo now, unfortunately. Well, just Yokiharu in Buffalo because Darlene's coming to Chicago. To oh, you're right. No, 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 no. We're, tra- we're training we're training Nylander back to Buffalo for Darlene and Yokiharu. Yeah, we didn't like it. Do you have the receipt? Yep. Okay. Can I get Darlene right. in exchange? Yeah, it's, he's, he's here. It's whatever. Yeah, he's there. Oh, whatever. Okay, yeah. he is. That's fine. Take him. We, we I mean, I trade, okay, hold up. Would you trade Lucas Trike for Rasmus Darlene? Fuck yeah. Okay, good. Because I'm glad. I, I, I'm not ready for the people who are going to say that's crazy. Wait, who for Darlene? Lucas Reichel. Lucas Reichel. Oh, oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I love Lucas Reichel so much, but Dude, I would obviously. Rasmus Darlene is Rasmus still a Dalene. generational talent at defense. He's just stuck he's just on being Buffalo. wasted. He's going to systems in three years. He's going to he's going to be up there with McCartney's with the best defense. He's in still twenty one, man. Yeah. I think people the, forget no, that all against, the time with Darlene. Just like he was would. still good. He was still good in Buffalo, though. He was still good in there. He was still good. He was like their only good defenseman. He certainly wasn't horrible, which just says a ton. <laughs> it just it. <laughs> It really makes me mad when they they're all like calling Darlene a bust already, and I'm just no, like, no, no. It's you like do realize McCarr was... wasn't even in the effing NHL until he was 21, right? Like, I, think, yeah. I think people people have this like, thing in their brain where they think McCarr came in the league when he was 18, and that's just same not with, even same with Hughes. 
Like they were playing in 21. Yeah. I will keep saying it. It is recency bias. It's so ridiculous. No, because people people don't know how to go to elite prospects and go, okay, this guy came into the league at this age. This guy is younger. They don't. It's almost as if they forget trajectory of players is a thing. Like I'm, people are actually saying Jack Hughes is a bust. He's 20 years old and he's still good on a bad team. What do you yeah. want from him? Same with Alexi Lafreniere. It was literally his first season. He was 19. It's game I think, season, bro. Listen, listen God, I, hate I, I think I think this league is going to get so many, so many more um casual fans, and they'll they'll be like they'll be smarter than these diehards are. I'm sorry. Yeah, they'll be like, wait, this guy's actually good. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've like watched sports besides hockey. I know that all players take a bit of time to get better and that young players don't produce as good as, uh, I don't know, when they're in their prime. I'm sorry. Like, get mm-hmm. out. These guys are literal teenagers <laughs> making the NHL. So, you know, I wouldn't <laughs> talk about this if it wasn't everywhere. It's so, yeah. Dylan, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say like the NHL is such like a lead. Like, I don't think people realize how different the NHL is from every other sports league in the world like literally the nba you're like 20 usually 19 20 minimum when you get in the league then you go to nfl you're 21 22 every yep. time 20 yep. at the youngest 20 at the youngest when you're in the nfl okay 19 year old hockey player awesome. you could be 27 by the time you make the big leagues like and then in hockey, it's like if you don't make, if you're a top five pick and you don't play the first year in the NHL, you're an idiot. When literally like 20 years ago, oh, no so one would play in the Owen, NHL for three years. So then. Owen Power is going to be a bust this Seriously. year because he's going back. Yeah, Matthew Bernier, like they're every 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 person in that draft is a bust. Except for Dude, no I just I hate that mindset, and so many hockey fans have that mindset, and it's so frustrating because they'll just write off talent before they have even had a chance. It's insane. Seriously, it's amazing because it's almost like, like these are people who have watched hockey. For, for years, years for decades of years and they still don't get it. like how 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 do you not like literally look at That's a hockey i feel like we have oh, been saint louis was undrafted went to the flames hey you met him once nothing and then he went to lightning and became one of the best players of all he time. won a heart he won an r ross he won a stanley cup he's one of the best forwards of all time Come on. And he took a picture with me at Dunkin' Donuts. That's I think the that's the highlight part. of it. Yeah, exactly. That's the highlight of his career. I mean, not to be, you know, not to boast or anything. Not to uh, to my own horn here. Yeah. yeah. And I, I feel bad for Darlene, too. Like, because. doesn't, man? No, because, like, <laughs> even for, like, people at, like, because, like, I don't think people compare anyone to this guy, but this is the comparison for a young defense becoming the league and flourishing. Charlie McAvoy was 19 when he got to the NHL, and he has not looked back. And no one talks about that. They'll talk no. about McCarr coming in at 21, lighting it up. But, yeah, but McAvoy, was, but, okay, McAvoy but, was the right. unicorn. McAvoy was the unicorn. No one comes in at 19 as dominant. Okay, but McAvoy year. don't have cool highlights, though. How come yeah, yeah, that, that must do toe drags? Yeah, McAvoy don't do spinorama. Dude, well, my favorite is that Sam Gerard doesn't leave the league in peaks per 60. That's hilarious to me. I don't know how. Mr. Mr. Brian percent. Campbell. He's just Brian Campbell incarnate. He yeah. is, dude. And I it's want so him on the Blackhawks. <laughs> Remember well, what Sam Gerard? It's like, <laughs> I think he's the reason why they lost against Vegas. That contract right. is horrible. Recent. Oh, I'll gladly take that in Chicago. Okay. That okay, is, that's good. how you good. know no one wants. Yeah, like, tell me you did not watch the Avs the last three years without telling you you haven't watched Or they the just simply the lost years. to a ve- better Vegas team. Well, that's just, Bro, yeah. like, the, f- the amount of people that were going for Sam Gerrard's head was insane. And then you were, we were all sitting there just like, every other team that was not, like, a you know, like a Vegas fan or some shit were just like, we'll take Sam Gerrard for that contract for the next six 
years. Are you kidding Colorado's. me? He's pro- he's, he's got to be Colorado's unsung hero, man. He has not gotten the praise he deserves. Yeah, him or Devon Taves for sure. We're talking about like top players. It's yeah, him or Taves. Although I feel like people know Taves more for whatever reason. And Gerard is just still like, he's just because they think it's Jonathan man. Taves, and then they're like, oh, it's a different Taves. <laughs> he plays with a card too. Yeah, that helps. I'm not sound silly, but literally the name. <laughs> the, yeah. Having the name Taves does help. And, we and he's too that. short. That's why. That's it's just crazy. crazy that, that, no, but that's 100% a thing, the too short BS. 100% that's why a lot of people are dumb. And he's literally an afterthought from the Matthew Shane trade, but he might be the best piece from that right now, like out of yes. any team. No, yes. Absolutely. Because they just so happen to get Bowen Byron with their first Dude, yeah. And he's there. still he's better than Byron right now. But Byron's like 20 and people are calling him a bust. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, I... I know we talked about this a couple months ago. Was like, remember those like prospect projectile things where it's like, oh, will he be an NHL player? Will yeah. he be an NHL star? That thing ruined how everyone looked at prospects because that thing had like they'll be like, I saw so many people being like, well, Bowen Byram not looking too good. He only has a four percent chance to become an NHL regular, and I'm just like, you guys need to stop. Not everything is analytics. Like, seriously, yeah, that's the thing. Bowen Byram has played what, like thirty NHL this, games. Look, isn't this not that. how percentages work? Isn't this not a percentage's work? Like, it's not definite. It's, it's not gospel. It's oh, not, it's like, I'm sorry. It's just, I, I oh my God. I, how, how, how is this still happening, man? Come on. A hockey, you're either eye test or analytics. You can, it's Come either 100% towards hey, your both. Goals, There's no in between. Crazy. Yeah. How can this happen? We're smarter than this. Yeah. <laughs> analytics are salad. <laughs> you can add stuff to your salad. You know, Thank it's you. nice to have more stuff in it. You can never just add it. That's from the Staff and Graph podcast, by the way. Nice. Really? Yeah. In their intro, it says analytics are salad. That's what it is. Good on them for, like, not, you know, for for just, like, being smart enough to admit that, honestly. I appreciate that quite a lot. <laughs> More than I should. More than I should. Um, I feel like with hockey fans, we were so blessed with number one overall picks coming into the NHL right away. Like Nathan, so like smart. starting back in 2013, Nathan McKinnon, 2014, Aaron Eckblad, both of them won the Calder, 2015, uh, McDavid, McDavid. I called 2016, Matthews um, and Line. I think it kind of like dropped won, off a bit after well. that. Did, no, he didn't. I think he, he sure even had 50 points his first year. Like that's still really good for an 18 year old. I don't yeah, think like, he made the NHL the first year. I could be wrong. Oh, he did. Though, but... He sure was there. Oh, he, he did? sure was there out the gate. He, he sure did. 50 oh, points. No, no, no. Remember... Dubois. 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 Oh, Dubois. Oh, I know oh, he no, sure sorry, did. Sorry. I thought we were talking was about Was Dubois there the first year? No, Dubois, no. Missed... Dubois took a year oh, okay, before okay. he came over. That's why he was so uh, good. No, but he he even, he sure, even he sure it was good. Yeah, he didn't have the same season of like Matthews and McDavid and whatnot, but... And he, held, and he held, and he played like center on a team that didn't have any centers and on a bad team. Like it was basically yeah, him and Taylor, Taylor Hall, Hall and, and Kyle Palmer. Yeah, all they had, and you can't yeah. always have those. Guys and they made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They even won a game against Tampa Bay, I believe. Stephen Mason. Yeah, all those the same. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's that feels like so long ago, but also just like it was yesterday. Oh yeah, but you're right. Nathan, we've been so spoiled the last few years, and like. And then, like some, sorry. Then the moment we get like a Jack Hughes only getting what thir- not even thirty points, and then yeah. it's like, oh, he's a boss. Like, it, yeah, I think Dolly we got. Didn't, I know. Didn't blow anyone out of the doors either. Yeah, yeah. I think he got nominated for the Colliers first year. Like, yeah, that's another Jeez. thing. We were still getting. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, I'm pretty no sure way. he did. It was and him. I can't. I could be wrong though. But he had a great first year though. 
Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I know. <laughs> but it wasn't there's not as many points. There's I'm pretty sure points, I'm pretty sure he had the highest points as like a defenseman since teenage defenseman since Bobby Orr or something like that. Some crazy record like that. It was nothing. Here, bro. But, he but 40 the, points like, rookie on Buffalo. But he didn't but he didn't put up like 20 goals and 30 assists. So everyone's saying he's a bust because you know that's hockey Twitter. Well, yeah, it's kid, annoying. It's like, it's, which is ridiculous. I think it well, I think though. I'm probably thinking more recently because after his first year to get some praise, but ever since then, it's been, oh, Dowling's a bust, Dowling's a bust. And I just think it's... Let's just stop, guys. And the thing that's hilarious to me is because people will look at the Calder Trophy to describe rookies all the time, right? And I'm just like thinking to myself, I'm like, look at the last four Calder Trophy winners. They all have at least one year extra in junior or overseas or something. Pedersen, Barzell, Kaprizov. Kaprizov took like five or six years. Yeah, Kaprizov's the outlier. He's like an Aaron. But like, I'm, but like Pedersen and Barzell each had a couple years before they came over. Pedersen had one, Barzell had two. I yeah. Think. Like, Darlene was third. And they dominated at their level before they got over. And you just, you could tell how much that made a difference. And it really makes me interested to see what's going to happen with some of these top prospects over the Owen next Power, few years. Because, Maddie Beneers, all those well, guys. Well, I'm, I'm not even talking about them. Yeah. I'm talking about guys who are already in the league and kind of have their development stunted because guys like Cack, like, I'm even going to say guys like Kako, Doc, Boquist, Hughes, they got thrown to the Wolves so early. Sometimes that stunts your development. Like, I know people have had that question with Doc for two years now. Did they push him too early? He maybe should have stayed in junior another year and dominated, and then he had it. But like I said, that that doesn't matter. These guys seem fine, but I just wonder how that's going to affect them in the long run. Because, like, I don't know. But like like you said, Pierce, it's, it's not every year you're going to have someone come out the gate and be great. And even then, Nathan McKinnon wasn't even – Nathan McKinnon. He still won the Calder, but he's not the McKinnon that he, he is wasn't today. Nowhere Nathan close. McKinnon he was until 2018. So, like, mm-hmm. or 2017. So, people so, forget yeah. there was a few he years where Mc, people forget there was a few years where McKinnon wasn't really that good. Like, yeah, he, well, he was good, but he was not. He was not relevant whatsoever. No. because he I was think people, fine. Yeah, like when people say McKinnon's got the best contract in the league, I think people need to realize why McKinnon got that contract in the first place. It wasn't yes, all he, like he was, was. He was overpaid at the time. Yeah. Like, like that's the crazy thing. Yeah, because he was coming off such a bad year. Because they were now literally the worst team in the league. Pat <laughs> doesn't even go up that much, and he already deserves at least twice as much. Bare minimum twice. And he's that's gonna like he's gonna take a pay cut too. Yeah. Also, uh, guys, you want to hear the top twelve? What if he, What if he, uh, Memorial Trophy voting from twenty nineteen? Let's hear it. Number one, of course, Elias Pettersson. Number two, Jordan Bennington. Oh my god, I number forgot three, about that. So stupid. Three, Peters, number three, Rasmus Dillon. Mm-hmm. Um, reform your high skinning. Why was high skinning not in there over Bennington? What because, the fuck, because man. Bennington won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> they, knew, they knew he was ready for it. Schmitty. Um, Brady Kachuk, Anthony uh, Sorelli, Andre Svechnikov, Andreas Janssen. Andreas Janssen, the first above, outlier on the list. Andreas Janssen, right above Carter Hart. <laughs> and they ben, traded him to New Jersey. What is that? The next three are uh, interesting. Next one is Marcus Pedersen, Dominic Cahoon, Colin Ooh. White. Blackhawks fans love. Oh Dominic yeah, Dominic Cahoon. Dominic Cahoon's back in Switzerland too. Mm-hmm. No, that's unfortunate. I wish it would have worked out in Edmonton for him. I thought it was going. Through. I did too. I'm sorry, he he's better than a lot of their players. I'd rather have him. Than okay, but Alex, but, but Alex Jason though Stanley yeah. Cup can't take that go, take that away from him. Bro, Kyle Turris, bro. Oh, hey, do we want to get we, we can I can transition this to the others. Guess who hasn't signed? Ky, Kyler Yamamoto. Yeah, Kyler Yamamoto. I'm Yamamoto. pretty sure Dominic Cahoon had like a better points per sixty than a lot of that team. Yeah, but they fucking let him go to Switzerland. 
And how does no other team sign him? That's that's a bad yeah. question. I don't. He's not an RFA, know. is he? No, nah, is he UFA? Yeah, no. that's wait, wait. You know, he's talking about Cahoon still. I think not Cahoon, Yamamoto. Cahoon. Oh, Cahoon, oh, yeah. Cahoon, Cahoon. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were talking about Cahoon still, not Yamamoto. But Yamamoto, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm not high on Yamamoto personally. I don't, no, I don't really Yamamoto's see what everyone else sees in Yamamoto. Like everyone's like, oh, he had that one time last February or two Februarys ago where he was like scoring at a point per game pace for a month and a half, but. Yeah, he was shooting high percentage. Let's put it this way. If Yamamoto was hyped up to be what he was, he would have shown it this year. And I don't think he showed it enough this year to warrant a contract. I don't think he's that good, but I don't think he's this bad, like 23 points and 15 points. No, he'll be a really good middle six guy. He'll be like a Jake DeBrus kind of guy. I think he can play alongside of McDavid. Um, yeah, that's really people all you think need. he's going to be a 70 point player, and that's just no, not. maybe 40, 50 tops at like the peak of his career. He might have like I an don't... outlier. I, I, I think I could see him a 50, 60 point kind of guy, but he's not going to be point per game. He's got to get his consistency together. That's my thing with Yamamoto. He this year, especially, like he was, and even last year, too, he, there were just times where he would basically take a week off, it looked like, and just wouldn't perform. And it's not like he's not getting right? top chances. Like he's in the top six or the top nine every night. He's on the top power play. Like, is he? He's from the twenty. I, I, I don't know. I would expect more from so, yeah. Edmonton this year. He's twenty two. Like he's mm-hmm. still pretty young. I think. This but this is, is the year. Like you got to show. Yeah, something yeah, soon. yeah. I think this this is the year. Maybe you give him next year, but we it would be great for them if he finally yeah. just he I would, finds that consistency year round. That with McDavid is deadly. I would think you, Lynn, if I'm the player, I mean, if I'm Yamamoto, I would take a one-year flyer on myself. I'm not going to have 23 points in an 82-game season playing with McDavid and Drysaddle. Take a one-year deal, see what you can do, and you're definitely going to get a raise next year because I do not think his shooting percentage will be that it's like down. It's like Tyson Berry. Just take a one-year bet on yourself. You're going to get points playing with McDavid, and then you cash in after. 100%. And you're going to get one Norris vote. <laughs> Zero Norris votes. Come on. <laughs> I said you don't get one. You don't get a single one. Oh, none at all. Yeah, that's that's what I'm cashing in on. Oh yeah. Then taking uh oh god who they like oh they like oh Adam Larson, Nathan Bear. They're Berger. one. They're they're two good defensemen actually. Right side. But then so Cody CC, Tyson Berry, and Duncan down. Keith. Double down on Tyson Berry, add Duncan Keith, and Cody CC. Thirty-nine year old Jimmy. Keith. I remember listening That's to one of our podcasts when they made those moves. It was like He's they old. they really looked at the Chicago Blackhawks defense and the Toronto Maple Leafs defense and said, "Yep, that's it. That's what I want. These are our guys." That's what I want. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a defense. Poor I can Connor get behind. McDavid. No, that's a defense I can get behind. Literally, you're gonna get behind that defense. So many <laughs> that's times. what Mike Smith told them word for word. That's actually what happened. That's how it happened, and that's why we're here. Mike Smith, once again, ruining everything. What do you mean? I thought he gave the Blackhawks a great uh, chance to win in 2020. <laughs> I thought he played the puck, guys. He I thought he, well, he certainly played, he certainly plays the puck. That's for true. He certainly plays hockey with the puck. <laughs> that's for true. That's for true. Um, right. Boys, I'm moving around too. On to the next uh, player who's an RFA, also from the 2017 class, Robert Thomas. Now, oh, should be on a different team. But here's a, here's the thing: like, I don't think you should be targeting, uh, like, obviously, Patterson and like guys like Patterson and Hughes. But I think you should be targeting more middle of the lineup guys because I feel if you have a superstar, if you target a superstar, they're probably going to match it just because oh, that we it's a superstar. You know, like this guy is proven it. 
we're we're just gonna match it no matter how much we have Strong to pay for him. Thomas Dylan Strong for Robert Thomas. You heard but, it first. Robert, like middle of the lineup guys, like Robert Thomas, kind of how like Carolina did with the Sperry Kakanyemi, like overpay for one year. I like what they did with that. Like overpay for one year, be like, okay, we'll give you like a six year contract. Maybe you won't be making as much, but we'll give you term security. You'll know what you'll be doing. I feel like more NHL teams should do this, where you offer sheet middle of the lineup players. Maybe you overpay them a bit, but then after you're like, okay, we know you're gonna be good. We'll sign you long term. This is what you're gonna do, and blah blah blah. That's the guy you need to offer sheet. Those are the kind of players you need to offer sheet. Yeah, like it genuinely surprises me that Anthony Sorelli did not get offer sheet. Anyone on Tampa Bay, like no one. Okay, Sergachev, I think they would have matched up like Shurnak or Sorelli. Seriously, yeah, like if someone offered Sorelli six, that's a crime, which he would be worth. Yeah, at least six point five. Come on, yeah. There's no way. But it's another, and it's just. But they don't want to hurt their feelings, and they don't want to give up their draft picks that they won't even pick a player that's going to make. That then they'll trade for Nick Foligno, you know? Exactly, man. Like, I mean, I'm glad to pay a first round pick for this aging veteran, but uh, to to get a to get a a superstar that could play on my team for a decade, I don't know about that, man. I just yeah, to actually get value, he hasn't proved it before, dude. Like, how many times? I say how many? It's not that many times, but like, do you seriously get more value when you trade a first round pick for for a rental? Usually, you don't, and that's what you're going for. So why are you not getting rid of it? When you could get more than it's worth, you can get more than first round picks worth with an offer sheet easily. If you're if you're a, if you're a good team, if your pick is easily going to be high up there, why not go for someone like that? Like Pierce said, six point five. Okay, why not? You know, it comes I'm down to a cap space thing too, honestly. Because like when you the offer sheet, you're has it though, overpaying nice. usually. That's what happens. That's how yeah. you're going to get the offer sheet. You have to overpay. Oh yeah. So about, a lot of these contending teams, about, uh, like it's surprising that Carolina could even pull it off. Is what I'm saying. Like we've talked about though, Carolina has yeah they have the cap. They actually can pull it off. They're the one. Like, Jake Gardner is injured. He's going on I, LTI. And and to still be a good team is like they're that fucking good and they have that much cap space. Tom Dundon, baby. But like had Chicago not invested all their money and traded their first for Seth Jones, like I think they could have been the team this offseason that maybe they don't go for Patterson, but you could have gone for like a Hughes. Robert Thomas or hell even Quinn Hughes, maybe. But yeah. I I was always I was always like in the back of my mind, the Hawks could have really put a fork in Carolina's or a Colorado's offseason if they didn't make this trade. And I would have been very comfortable with making a twelve million dollar offer sheet on Kale McCarr. Like you could have handcuffed Colorado this offseason. But no, you didn't. And that's fine. Like, it could work out for them still. But, like, there's that part of me that's like, some team really should have made that offer sheet. They really should have made that one to Makar. Because it doesn't matter how high you pay. Like, I think it's going to happen with Adam Fox next year if the Rangers don't have the cap space. Which they will, I think. Because I, I don't know what's going to happen with Zibanejad or, you know. The Rangers are such an interesting team, honestly. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, they gave year. six years to Barkley Goudreau. So, it's kind of interesting <laughs> what they do. Yeah. And they got Ryan Reeves. So, yeah. And they play the Caps opening night. I'm going to love watching awesome. that. Love awesome. It. Love so, it. That's it. For, that's it for our face. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a short talk. list, but Ugh. let's talk I about mean, Donda. Donda. Which is it? Well, period, or Dylan, go ahead. Go ahead. What? No, I was just like, I don't, I, I'm not a big music guy, so I won't. Really oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I just mean that it is a short list, but it's a very interesting one. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The fact that there's that many, like, top picks and big names still left, and it, there's the no trophy buzz. winner. Yeah. There's literally no – yeah, there's two Calder Trophy winners on there. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, and one was a second-place finalist, and the other was a third-place finalist. So, clearly all of these guys can play, and one of them was fourth place. So, I mean, I'm – I mean, I hope these guys get signed. They all deserve the money they're going to get, and I hope they don't miss any playing time because that's really going to put a damper on no, the start of the season if we're missing like a Kaprizov or a Patterson or a Kachuk or something. Yeah, I don't that's want some more. I cannot do the Neilander shit again. Neilander no. thing was stupid. It was exhausting, and it does not need to ever happen with anything. <laughs> and the worst part is all that was ended up being worth it at the end of the day because Neilander's worth way more. Oh, I think he's underpaid at this point. That's the worst point. part. Oh, that's the worst me, part. Though. Neilander's of, contract's so good now. He's <laughs> no, one of the best contracts in the league. Like, like one of the best possession players I've seen play. He's so good. If anything, he's it's the martyr one that's way, way, way worse. No, oh, oh, Marner plays up to it offensively, and he has a solid defensive game, but he also flips the puck into the stanchions from his own zone across the rink. So, 100%. And hasn't scored a goal in, like, the last two playoffs. I'm and then mopes sure. about it. Sorry. Take your penalty. Really. Yeah. I always, had, I always kind of feel bad for Marner, but then I'm like, he's making like $11 million. No, 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 no. no. No, no, Listen, I'm very – if it was somebody like – honestly, if it was Neander, I wouldn't be annoyed because Marner did – Marner manipulated the media. He he negotiated through the media. I the media! I'm never not going to think about that. Even even if he – even if they win the cup next year and he's like the Con Smythe winner – that's still going to be in the back of my mind, and I don't like it. That was one of the most just annoying fucking things. I hated that so In hockey much. negotiations. Because, of course, it's, it's in Toronto. It's if it was anywhere yeah. else, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's slimy, and it's just embarrassing. No, it's and it's like – And you were loved by the city, too. Like, Marner was – Oh, he was turning into a like He was like their, was like their teddy, teddy bear. Yeah, Dude, and, you, and, you, and you ruined your face in the city because you wanted to – show that you were worth the same amount of Ma- as Matthews, which like, and I guess not. since he's gotten the contract, no. he's been, dude, he's had three straight 90 pace point seasons. Like, no, but you're I not guess he's good. good as, no, he's good, but not, I don't know, but like Matthews money, that's the thing. No, he's not Matthews money. And like, I, I get no. people say, well, like he gets a lot of assists, but I'm sorry, at the end of the day, goals are always worth more money. And that's just well, the way it is. And I hate to be that guy, but like playoffs, dude. He's not been good. In the what playoffs. what what are, what do they that. say? Uh, what do they say on the Steve Dangle podcast? A star performs in the regular season. A superstar performs in the playoffs. Love that. I absolutely love that. That like if they got even one of those out of the Leafs this year, they would be one of the only players that I think breaks that rule is Marion Hosa because he doesn't score, but he does everything else so damn well in the playoffs as he needs to. And he oh, gets dude, Hosa hand, just Hosa's an assist machine in the playoffs. He never That's really what I'm saying. He's just he. Yeah. That's why, but yeah, also Marion Hosa's got to get thirty pounds on Mitch Marner, probably. So yeah, exactly. But that's like those are the unicorns there. Like I can't. Who's another player that doesn't produce in the playoffs, but like was just so, still had an impact? Hosa's like the only guy I could ever think of that really he could probably score someone three that goals. we're missing. Like yeah, I just found I, that's that's a story for another time. I guess that's a, that's something I've only trying to seen go back him. like all the teams and kind of I'm trying to think of the past yeah. few years. Hosa like, was so so the, good defensively that you didn't care if he scored three goals in your playoff run. It did not matter. I, yeah, that, that is true. I, I'm trying to think. Time. Like, I mean, Jonathan Taves, but we're just not going to get into that. But um, <laughs> literally, a th- four goal, three goals in the 2013 Cup run, still probably was the best forward defensively. So, yeah, 
but then we forgot we get forget the fact he scored what 10 goals in 2015 so exactly so yeah, you he was care. so good in 2015 oh my gosh in 2010 get out of here you won the consmite yeah i'm pretty sure he had 10 goals that year as well mm-hmm. overpaid overrated captain intangibles I mean, you can say <laughs> you can. I'll hear the argument he's overpaid, but like at the very least, like he was the guy, back. he won three Stanley Cups and was like for a couple of years no. the most dominant two way forward in the NHL. He's a little, he's a little overrated and vastly overhated. It's frustrating. Nah, people just hate him because he got compared to Crosby for so long, and Crosby does amazing. And Seriously. how much is that is on Taves? Where is it? It's like the Taves. it's a media. <laughs> it's a media. Neil Taves ever just like just like Kanye mode, just sit down. I'm the best player. I'm the best center in this league. I told you. I told you what I am. I'm the best center. Can't <laughs> wait till Taves drops his Jesus and comes back this year and wins the heart. Love it, great, dude. <sighs> Gonna have that Kanye. Uh, Everyone thinks he's done, and he's like, uh, yeah, what is Taves doing? What is this? And then he just comes out of nowhere and drops. Boom, his like best. Pablo. Yay. Jesus is king for some reason. Donda. <laughs> uh, let's get into Twitter questions. Let's oh, yeah. do that. I got one to start because we were kind of talking about it already Um, because we were talking about Calder Trophy winner so much. My brother actually – Listener to the show, Brian, would like Love to know you, um, who are him and Julia are like our number one fans. They're both, yeah, <laughs> honestly. A uh, big shout out to him and Julia. Um, he was asking, uh, who do we think is going to win the Calder this year? And I think it's a very wide open race because there's we talked about this, yeah. yeah. One of the ones, I pick, ones in years. My pick, Trevor Zegris on Anaheim. That is a great pick. I I think I'm going to keep it in the California area, um, Quentin Byfield, because he's going to get a real look. And especially the reason I'm picking Byfield, especially Byfield's getting put in a position that Matthews got put in. He's going to play. He's going to play behind Deneau and Kopitar. Third line minutes for <laughs> Quentin Byfield. You're telling me he can't get it done yeah. in that division most uh-huh. of the time. Yeah, I, I'm taking Quentin Byfield to win the call this year. And if he doesn't, and if he's like, I just think Quentin Byfield's even if he's not like flashy that people want he's just gonna be a force on the ice to be reckoned with because no dude should be able to skate that fast shoot that well and be that big that's just the way it is he's like doc with another step i think in terms of speed he's almost close and, to malkin with just like oh, yeah. being a bull just a bull on a pot oh my in the way he you know what malkin is the perfect example because that's the way he skates too. he skates like malkin it's Oof. And he's got that shot like Malkin too. Like, I like oh, the, I like the term. He's a horse. He is a horse. He's a horse on the puck. It's insane. Malkin is a horse. Byfield is going to be a horse for a long time. I can't wait. And it's I love the Zegers pick too. Uh, Zegers got all the flash. So it's like, and he showed oh it too. God, it's it's yeah. like, look at some of those goals he was scoring. His but first like, initial just, goal, man. Just beauty. drags it, slips it through the five holes. Let's just through. make him not wear 46 anymore. Such an ugly number. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to say... Uh, I think it's going to be great when, after a great season playing alongside Kirill Kaprizov, Marco Rossi is the Calder Trophy. Uh, I like that too. I like that pick. I do like that pick a lot. Kaprizov, man. I'm excited to see Rossi, man. I'm not even kidding. I thought, I'm like, what's a good dark horse? Who do I like? Marco Rossi. And I'm like, how can I justify this? Kirill Kaprizov. Great one. Put him with Kirill Kaprizov. Put him with another Calder Trophy winner. Or Fiala. He'll be fine with Fiala, too. Oh, my God. Marco Rossi going and getting that puck Crosby style and getting it to whoever, like Fiala, Kaprizov, even Zuccarello, dude. Rossi's an assist machine. He can make him look good, too. Uh, Rossi's going to be so nice in that power play for Minnesota. Matt Zuccarello, Zuccarello, his uh, had a little uh, renaissance. 
since last season. Playing with Capri. Yeah, Matt Zuccarello is great. Like, good players, I, I think, good players can play with good players. Yeah, I really think people forget how good Matt Zuccarello was for the Rangers I, for the longest time. Like, he oh, was man. one of the main drivers on that team when they were good. So, he was so fun. Got to be one of the most underrated players of his time. He's so yeah, good. dude. And short king. Because you just, he's not the first guy you think, and of, Norway. You think of every team he's on. Norwegian. And Norway. And they just can't stop talking on the on a sports center about how long of a stick he uses. He's a lizard on a puck, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> his long tongue is almost as long as his stick, the way he gets the puck. Jeez and he just, Louise. he's like a lizard. What that tongue, dude, just, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And by the way, I actually just cocked that up super hard. Nick asked that question, not Brian. My bad. Oh. Brian has a couple more questions. Ooh, right. Sorry, Nick. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Betrayal. Thank you. Traitor. Thank you. Is it, wasn't Nick dealing with the Delta variant as well? Yeah, he's he's gotten oh. over it for a while. He's still going to like the doctor's room and stuff. Like, he's yeah, doing Nick, well. I just want to say, Nick, I feel you out there, man. I'm, I'm getting over it too. It's a pain. Get and better, then, man. Um, he, he wanted us to... Well, the other question Nick wanted us to do was, um, I think we we haven't really like given like a grade for uh, who do we think got like an A this off season and who do we think got an F this off season. And I kind of want to hear what you guys think. I'll give you an oh, A, yeah. Columbus. Oh, I, I love that answer. They that is the way to sort of rebuild right there. Columbus did a fantastic job. The like um, the the Jones mm-hmm. trade, their draft getting Bean, getting Voracek, like, like Sillinger. And I don't uh, think they're going to be a playoff team, but I feel like they they could be competitive still. And they like, have a direction not, and not be yeah and not be at the bottom of the barrel. Still got Zach Rowenski, still got Patrick Line. Jacob Voracek's getting thrown in the system, who's a fantastic playmaker to play with Line. Um. I mean, Ken Johnson might come, might yes, come up. I oh. have an F. Uh, can we just, before we forget, Vancouver Canucks is our first F. Oh, I have my Fs, <laughs> and I bet you it's the same as yours, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, sorry. If you want to go on all about the, uh, what you were talking about, Schmitty, I just. Uh, no. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Pierce? Uh, I'm going to, so I'm have, just uh, waiting for you all to say. So I'll say oh, back. so my Fs are Carolina, Montreal. Yeah, really? they, they deserve yeah. the F. No, they deserve the F for what they did. And I'm Montreal, Montreal one. does, Carolina does. Yeah. Well, if you want to on, I... ice, on ice, you can still say F for Carolina. I don't agree, but you can argue that. Yeah. No, well, you can even you get... can even throw the Blackhawks in there for F just because. Oh, yeah. Blackhawks get an F for off the ice stuff, 100. Yeah. percent On the ice, they did fine, but off the ice, they're they're an F. Um, two teams or one team that I think should get an F just because it's not for obvious off the ice reasons. Um, I think the Oilers deserve an F. They did not oh, improve that team yes. whatsoever. And, like, I, I get it. Zach Hyman's going to help. But, like, man, there were so many. Like, think of the ways they allocated their cap space. You could have got a Dougie Hamilton at $10 million, and they would have. Okay, but Cody Cece and Zach Hyman. And Duncan Toronto. Keith and Tyson yeah. Berry and Derek Bryan. I have a very out there. Uh, and they didn't. Sorry, one more thing. Oh, did no, not ahead, trust the goaltending whatsoever. Did not trust the goaltending no, at no. all. And that has been the number one thing the last two years of Edmonton. Unbelievable. Going right across Alberta, I think Calgary deserves a fat fucking F because it's not. What they, they did nothing. What they didn't. They, they got Blake Coleman. They no, but here's the thing: that's the wrong direction. You need to rebuild. You you just lost Mark Giordano. I know he wasn't a lot of lateral like, you know, moves. the best player, but you signed Blake Coleman. You don't need to get free agents. You need to get things out and get assets. Yeah. They went in the complete wrong direction, and that. It, it frustrated me because I thought the Daryl Sutter hiring was actually a good idea. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. there's so, there's a direction. 
you know, uh, Schmitty, we talk about movies all the time. Uh, Pierce, too. We talk about there's a vision. You, you, this is not a placeholder. Daryl Sutter's not a placeholder. That is a... He signed like a three-year contract. I'm pretty that sure. Is, that's what they want. That is a culture. It's a system. And it's yeah. not something... It's not a placeholder. But they're yeah, not Jimmy, giving I, him right. anything. I mean, you're maybe right. he does something. Maybe he does something with the pieces they give him. But I don't see it happening. Dude, this is turning into like... Nothing's going to change in Calgary until Bradshaw leaving leaves. And exactly. he's not going to get fired unless they do terrible. Next They're year. the definition yeah. of mediocrity under Brad Trello. They took the wild spot. They took the they wild are, spot on that list. No, they went. Well, yeah, it was it was Carolina. Then it was the wild. Wild have always been that, though. Carolina yeah. was the big one. When are they going to be good? But they're still irrelevant. And then now it's Calgary. Calgary it, went from being a little bit to just nothing. Again. It's like Calgary. It it's like, too. hey, they could, they could they have some pieces. Maybe they could do something, but nothing. Yeah, and it sucks, too, so much. Because mm-hmm. Calgary literally has Great had fans. so much talent around them. And they have such a good fan base, like you said, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they finally got the goalie. And they... Yeah. I don't know when it's going to click for him. Well, yeah, Markstrom is. I, I think we all agree they just kind of need a wholesale on this. Exactly, dude. Get Goudreau is not going to be this good for much longer. Not like he's not likely to be this good for much longer. Yes. Know who you yes. should send him to? Send him to the team I'm giving an A this offseason to the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, that's a good one too. That was yeah. one of mine. Let's go. Every yes. single signing they made, I have no problems with. Tatar, Bernie, Hamilton. All like, young. They don't even have to. They don't have to make the playoffs this year. But it's just like they're making. All their... It's like the Rangers two years ago. They're making the right moves. They are making, and, and they're they going to have... have Holtz coming up maybe this year. Ooh, it's yeah. going to be fun. They drafted Luke Hughes. Don't rush him, please. Um, like they, I love what New Jersey's doing, honestly. And like, you're going to have a healthy Nico Heischer this year, which I think people didn't realize that he was hurt last year because you know no one cares. Blackwood about the should bounce back. Blackwood's no, gonna bounce. Blackwood, like Blackwood's no, not Blackwood's gonna have as heavy of a load on his back too with Bernier. Bernier can help split the starts. No, so Blackwood is fine. He's just playing and like, he's playing on that team. They, yeah. They, they, the joke. Oh, and they the got joke. Ryan Graves on the back end. I like that pickup too. Like Ty Smith's a year older. The big joke with Steve Dangles, you know, dang it, thing is that the Devils always score on themselves. Poor I guys. don't even watch them that much, and I know that. Like that's just what that. Poor dang it, man. Oh my God! How many times? How many times before it's too much? Three in one game, I think. Oh, the my Willie God. That's Neal right. I remember one. that. Oh, the Willie Nylander one is mm-hmm. never going to not be just horrendous. Yeah. Nylander wouldn't even touch the puck when the puck was going in. Mm-hmm. Dude, but I, I really like the moves <laughs> they made this offseason. And even if it doesn't lead to them making Definitely. the playoffs this year. They're I in the right mean, direction. They have in the right direction. And even like, let's put it this way. If they finish like fifth or sixth in the division and miss the playoffs this year, that is such a win for New Jersey. Oh my gosh. Hopefully Hughes can take another step and just keep getting better. Saren Govich seems like a pretty good find that they have. Like he's a, a Rocket Richard winner, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yes, for Brad. Um, he was hurt a lot last year. He's still a great young player. I think people forget that he's only like 23. So like they're a young team and they Sharon got talent. I don't 23. We know Jesper uh, Brat, who's been around. Did we forever. talk about Ty Smith yet? Yeah, yeah Pierce is okay. Pierce good, Rob. good. Sorry, I had to check something for a second. No, you're good. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, Ty Smith has got to be one of the most underrated rookies out there. One of the so names I'm interested in is um, I wonder if they give Kevin Ball like this year, who they got in the Taylor Hall trade. I don't know if he's a year Ooh. out yet, but like I know he was the big piece in that trade, and they're really high on him. So I wonder Mike if McLeod is also camp. really solid. Mike McLeod. Mm-hmm. Dude, Paul exactly. Zaka came into his own Z- last year, too. Yeah. I was going to say, Zaka, Zaka was like, great last year. They're going to be fine. You, They're gonna be here's fine. the thing. Zaka feels like he's been in the league, like, 
eight years. He won yeah. the 2015 draft. 2015, he's only he's only 24. He's not even that old. And he's guess like what? Fiala this is a, just took a minute. This is a, yeah. This is another case of not giving up on prospects early on. Six overall pick. He is finally coming into his own at what 23, 24. Like that's nothing. It's fine. You don't even need to worry about. You just gotta have patience, which I guess should be said. Come on. I mean, I guess that can be said to us where that are trying to write off Alex Nylander at like twenty two. But like that's why that's why I say like I don't care for him, but it's not going to kill you to keep him along and to keep trying. It's not going to kill you to give up one roster spot on a team that's not a lot. Because this is like the twenty fourteen Hawks where they're like you need every roster spot is like under scrutiny. It's a team that doesn't even that might not even make the playoffs. Like, just give him a chance. Yeah, he might become something. You'll see. And if he doesn't, whatever. You know what? It was a bad trade, but you know, yeah. you you just move on from it. Yeah. So Columbus. So Columbus was yours. New Jersey was mine. Jimmy another was another. Sorry, another A plus team. I want to throw into there. I don't know if it's Jimmy's, but L A. Mm-hmm. L A. did have a great offseason. Yes. Oh yeah. No, no, it's not one of mine. No, but like I'm actually trying to remember because uh, there's so much happened this offseason. I can't even remember. Um, you know who deserves an F? Uh, maybe. Ah, I, I don't know all the moves. I got an F. Uh, oh, is it who I think be, it is? I might be wrong, but uh, I'm going to say the Rangers. Rangers. I don't know. No, I, I, I don't mind what the Rangers did, actually. I think it's Vegas. I forget everything they did. Oh, Vegas. Ooh. I was thinking Philadelphia. It's. I don't I don't think I'm going to give no, Philly an F. No, like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Ellis. Because Ryan yeah, Ellis. Yeah, Ryan Ellis is still oh, – yeah. t- Ryan Ellis is good. I think Cam Atkinson could fit into that system relatively yeah, well. Yeah. And I think as much as we all hate Martin Jones, it's, he's a backup. So that's not going to hurt him as much as we think it's going to hurt him. The big no, ones no. risk the line I'm not a fan of that. But, like, I don't mind Philly. Philly's offseason is not as bad as I think it is. It's but, middling. Uh, it's just it, but all, Vegas, it balances bro. out. It cancels out. Vegas did that's not true. assess yeah. their needs. They got rid of their Cody Class starting our, goalie, basically. Our Fesno winner for nothing. For on the dollar. <laughs> um, no, no, literally. Oh, but they used that cap space to get Laurent Brassois and Evgeny Dadanov. Like, I don't get that. What are you doing? Hey, you no need centers. centers. No more centers. So many lateral. No moves. more so centers. centers. No, and then and then no. But what happened to the number one um, center prospect? Traded him. For yeah, Nolan for Patrick, Nolan straight Patrick. up. Listen, and I'm a huge same draft class too, which is funny. Nolan Patrick's story is incredibly inspiring and good on him, but he's not Cody Glass. He's not Cody Glass is a bright future man. Like all love for Nolan wise. Patrick to succeed. All, I just don't see. I, it. I hope Pete DeBoer likes Nolan Patrick. That's all I'm gonna say because clearly Pete DeBoer likes his guys. I don't think like I can't say Cody Glass is gonna be good, but like come on, he has all the signs of being a great, at least like a second line center. He, has he just has never gotten the chance. Like, how him. many NHL yeah. games does he have? I need to look this up. It can't, it can't be a Not even a full season. It it's not even a hundred. No. That's why I, I, is he even 50? I don't I'm, I'm genuinely curious why, now. Cody no, Glass is like a goal against the under Blackhawks. 50. <laughs> I guess he of does. Course. I guess. Who hasn't he scored does. a goal against the Blackhawks is a this better is question. True. Pierce, did you score a goal against the Blackhawks last year? No, I didn't, unfortunately. I did. You did, Schmidt. You know good for you, man? I'm pro. Yeah. Bro, he's literally only played 66 games in his career. Wow. Come on, guys. Not even a full Four. season. Not even a full season. He's played that's less games I, than Doc has. He had 27 games I, last year. That's what I keep trying to say to people. Like, some of these guys, like Doc, they haven't played a full fucking season. Doc's played more games than him as a 20-year-old. Like, he won two draft classes after oh, him. Tough. How many? Bro, Bro Doc that's, played that's exactly bad. two games, though. I guess I can't say that. I don't think that gets talked about enough with Vegas. I don't think they know how to develop prospects anymore. Because every mm. single draft, like... I'm, I'm genuinely curious what they're going to do with Peyton Krebs now. Because it sounds like Peyton Krebs is the guy they're not willing to move. 
in any of the yeah, cycle, which is, which is ridiculous, think about first it. of all. He, Second of all. He fits the system, dude. He fits the Vegas shit. He, isn't he like he's so good two-way, but he's not like an offensive stud or anything? I yeah. think Payne Krebs can fit in well. It'll, again, uh, I guess time will tell, but. You know what? It, well, my thing with Peyton Krebs is I, I'm curious to see if he even plays for Vegas. You know what I mean? Like, Vegas is just so willing to just throw these prospects. Which I, which I like ass. that, but. No, I like that, I, but you I can only do that so like much and have so much man. roster turnover to where yeah. you just can't drive in talent anymore. Here's like, I think there's a reason Geno didn't sign like, in Vegas. Sorry. Sorry? Keep cutting off. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, that's or the Jimmy, thing sorry. we talked about this, guys. Like, it's it's fun to an extent like you have any everything is good in moderation but it's you can only do it so do. much it's almost all they do though yeah it's like there needs to be a balance between like some of these moves are business moves and i'm gonna make i'm gonna give you either like you know a little bit better of a contract because you're yeah. signing here or whatever you know negotiations yada yada or we're not gonna move you because we just signed you that's bad business but Dude, moving the face of your franchise for nothing and spitting in his face, I don't think that's going to sit You well spit in my room. face. And they just go and they just <laughs> Maybe they that's the that podcast cap space. Name. They take that, that, that fucking cap space and they give it to who? The Genny Dadnoff. Or SWAT and that's so, Dadnoff. I don't yeah. get that trade. Why do they make that trade? <laughs> like, I, not, it, here's the thing, too. Like, we all love Robin Leonard, but I just – Ronald Leonard's gonna have to start like sixty games this year. So oh, he's gonna get a heavy workload. I well, they didn't give him a good backup. Yeah, they didn't give him any. Uh, do you think Brissette starting like thirty five games? Hell no. No, he might start twenty five no, at most. He only he only had good numbers because Hellebuck played what like ninety percent. <laughs> like come on. Yeah, because they give Hellebuck all the tough starts and they probably play. Why like... it's the Hellebucks, dude? Wow, I stole that. That was a good one from a SDP. But thank you. That's definitely not our whole podcast, but you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Knock off the <laughs> I need to. to Bootlegs to SDP. SDP. There it is. I want my personality to be under the cover SDP bootleg, not known SDP bootleg. We can't Speaking of Steve Dangle <laughs> podcast, I love their new studio. Dude, oh, I do too. So I, did nice. you watch the Alan Walsh uh, one? That was so interesting. No, watch. I haven't. I gotta watch. They talked to so. Yeah, they, yeah, had they interviewed him. Get I gotta. Out. I gotta watch. I they talked about. They talked about the sword tweet. They talked about Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, no, they did. <laughs> yeah, no. They had the hockey guy on too. Oh man. Oh, that, that one was good. Somehow I need that more than the Alan Walsh one. That's like the one I need to sit down and watch. It's like the collab uh, that everyone wanted. No, that is like that makes Infinity War look like nothing. No crossovers. <laughs> the most ambitious shit. crossover in history. Hold my beer, know, Steve Dangle, and the hockey Dangle. guy. No, I don't think honestly. I I would love to like. No, I feel like that happens in the NBA. Like su- they're like super fans that are like they know the like some guys know the players yeah. and they're around it. Hockey needs more of that. Just like just get the fans involved, man. That's great. Guys like Steve Dangle who work for Sportsnet. Bro, like we need to protect guy, like, the hockey guys at all costs. That's all. I'm seriously, dude, he has that dude's an angel. With his wife. Seriously, did they have him in studio or just over the phone? No, oh, they had on a phone. on a Zoom on like yeah. TV. Which but is like, cool. Oh, that's so cool. The thing that I liked about um, when they were talking to Shannon on the show, they, he was saying, Shannon was saying how the way he's made his channel now, he wants to make it to where everyone can watch his channel and there's going to be something for every team. So like he was saying how like, there's always like, it might not be today, but there will be something this week, probably on the flyers or there'll be something on the crack yeah, or he, there'll be something on. No, this. nobody works harder than Shannon. The no one has more. No one. No one knows more about hockey than I do. No, no. But, <laughs> but, but, but Sha- I think the hockey guy, Shannon, like no one, like, like that guy's an encyclopedia. Like it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. The it's knowledge amazing. he has about hockey. It's, it's incredible. The fact that he keeps it all there at once. He's able, he's able to maintain that. And the fact that he, this is like, his job 
and he clearly loves doing it. It's amazing. Like I, I, dude, when they talk about like do what you love for a living, it's 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 Shannon. It's amazing. And Steve. And, and the thing about yeah. And then the thing Except I liked Steve the, has to deal with the Leafs. Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. And the thing I loved about Shannon the most is like he never takes it for granted because he worked in like manual labor, so now he loves doing that, and that's like like the best part about it. He gets that's it. That's amazing. He knows what it's like to work at a job you don't like but then the, like it's something this what he does now he does never takes for granted and you can tell it in his videos he loves it exactly oh yeah and we talk about him for days and again like the steve dangle podcast they do a very good job of uh bringing up other topics like uh, but they're toronto focused like shannon he'll he'll talk about any team no, anything shannon is literally the only real reporter in all of hockey like he covers everything and better every- than all unbiasedly as too. you can too yeah seriously Dude, like, he he's like the ultimate hockey fan because he's not like he's not this weird diehard like you know, you know, burr, 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 like no, he's game. not. He's, he's very a great. He loves he's, hockey. He's a great guy, but he's also like objective. But like he can tell he's a fan of hockey. He loves it. He, mm-hmm. no, he just he, loves he, it. he has the perfect. Got, he has a perfect got, balance of things. Hey, perfect. Tries hard. Loves, loves the game. Be. Tries hard. Loves, loves the game. The game. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, I love Shannon. He's the kind of guy I'd have a beer with. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. Maybe we could try getting him on. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't We're think I'd trying. be able to ask like the world for any more favors after that. <laughs> we can have a cat podcast. Everyone <laughs> have cats except me. <laughs> Bring us Stevie on so she can spit some facts. Stevie and Apollo. We can have some Apollo ticks with the crew. Yo, let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Speaking of Apollo ticks, wait a minute. The Canadian election is. Excuse me, sir, sir, Apollo, (laughs) Apollo. What are your thoughts on your thoughts on the 20th anniversary? Violet, Violet, sorry, Violet, Violet, Violet. Come up to the mic, (laughs) Violet. Who do you think wins the 2021 Canadian federal election? (laughs) Um, She says, uh, I don't know. She said, "Fuck those socialist hobbies over there in Canada. We run things better here in America." Do you see us deal with Justin? Very patriotic. Nationalism runs through her blood. (laughs) <laughs> Shut up! No, whoa, 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 whoa! You can oh, call God. me plenty of things. You can call me homophobic slurs. Don't call me a nationalist. That's, that's, as far <laughs> that's as where I draw the line. Call me a racist, but I am not a nationalist. That's where <laughs> I draw the line. Mouth. Oh my gosh! You can call me a homophobic slur, but my oh my. Uh, I got a couple more questions. If you guys have some, yeah, I do have as well. Let's go through them. All right. Do you want to go first, or do you want to? Or yeah. I'll just go through. The, okay. I'll go. go. I'll we'll alternate. Uh, who finishes Squirt. bottom three league wide? Ooh. Bottom. I have three. my three teams. If you want me to go. Ooh. Yeah. Go first. I want to hear yours. Okay. So oh. I look at teams that Here's did not. Have... I just need to say I have one little uh one little thing to add. Schmidty knows uh, of this fact that I'd like to share on the podcast after this. I just want to put that out there. Um, who are your who are your bottom three teams? Wait, me? Oh, no, Pierce, Pierce, we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I looked at teams. (laughs) I looked at (laughs) I looked at teams that did not have any goaltending. Um so Buffalo and Arizona obviously came up first. And another team who, even though they do have a good goalie, I just don't think they're a good team, Anaheim. I was thinking Anaheim. I really was. But now I think I'm switching it because I, I'm going Buffalo, Arizona, but now that you said goaltending, San Jose. 
John Jose is a good one too. But I don't trust him. I also think they could be better, player. but I don't know what to expect out of them, honestly. I they just keep getting older, and now they got the Evander Kane stuff going on. And they Thomas Hurdle might be, yeah. Like, That's a I good just, one, too. I don't see how this is going to work out. And like, and also, like teams like Columbus and Detroit, I like. I don't see them being bad enough. No, they back. actually have decent, somewhat goaltending. They like, have talent. Detroit, you have Nadelkovich, and then Columbus, you have Merge Lincolns and Corpusalo. And- exactly. So, that. Uh, same picks as you. I just throw a San Jose instead of Anaheim, but Anaheim yeah. would be four on that list for sure. <laughs> Nothing against John Gibson, but that team in front of him is awesome. John Gibson needs to go to the Black Cars. Oh, sorry. I was checking the uh, that's for true. There. Pierce, what were your three teams? Uh, Buffalo, Arizona, and Anaheim. I, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I would, teams like Calgary, like there are teams like Calgary where I would totally put them down there, but they have goaltending. You know, so they have something to hold like, them. Like, you know, something that can seal a game. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, like I want to say the Oilers, but they have McDavid and Dreisaitl. That's going to win you an extra 10, even if like you're going to win an extra 10 games with McDavid and Dreisaitl. They are literal game changers. Arizona and Buffalo them. have nothing. No, Arizona is just bare bones and that's what they want to be. And that's but what they should. It's be. deliberate. At least like they, they know what they're doing. Buffalo. It's like, uh, again, Detroit. They have Nadelkovic. You can't be bad. You can't be that bad if he plays the way he played, and you are a little bit better. Let's just put it this way. Buffalo and Arizona are on the right path. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Buffalo is on the right path again after 2015. No, but they're on the Shane Wright path. I got Which they, they – Yeah, I know you got Shane it. Right. <laughs> they, no, no, no. But think about this. What if? <laughs> okay, so like, hold up, hold up. No, but it's Shane Wright. Who's after that? Fuck, who's I think it is uh Brad Lambert and, and Matthew Savoy. There are some good players in this class, I know that. But you need to get Seamus Casey get believe. Right. It's a deep class. This is the this is gonna be one of the deep like we say that every no. year, but la- except last year, but this year's actually like like twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. These dudes have been touted since like the freaking Darlene class. Like this is insane. They've been touted since they were 14. Like fourteen, fifteen, yeah. It's like Tavares level type stuff. Matt Faye Mitchkoff is isn't eligible till next year's draft and he's scoring goals in the AHL. <laughs> it's insane. And then you got Connor Bedard who's just tearing people's coins. He Bedard just he just turned sixteen. Yeah. It's insane, dude. It's insane. Like, dude looks like Pavel Barber in his fucking practice. Future's right. Disgusting. Dude. Future is definitely right. <laughs> no, and the most that's good for oh. these two teams. Like honestly, I'm not gonna lie, Shane Wright in the Kitchener uniforms, like or the Arizona uniforms, the Arizona needs a player too. like that. Yeah. Like, Oh, those would be good. Like Shane Wright in Arizona would be exactly what they need. And I hope it happens. Um, so one, a question I got from Brian is, um, hold on, let me pull it up. Real quick. Are you sure it's from Brian? No, just yeah. I'm sure <laughs> this time guy, uh, he says, uh, who do you, or who do you think the Kraken would, what do you think the Kraken are going to do at the mid season point this year? Do you think they're going to sell? Do you think they're going to add? And then where do you think they're going to finish in the standings? I think they stand packed. Cause I think they're going to be a playoff team, but I don't think they're going to be like Vegas where they trade a first and a second for Thomas Tatar. but nah. I think they make the playoffs. I think, I think they finish in third. I think it's going to be an Edmonton Seattle first round. That would be awesome. I, I think I think I'd have to agree. They're going to finish third or fourth in the Pacific. I think fifth would be probably the lowest. And if they finish any lower than fifth, they're going to be in a hunt for the playoff spot the whole year. 
Their goaltending's too good. Their goaltending's too good. And their defense. Not to be in too yeah. Deep. yeah, it's too deep. They, the Rocky Mountain defense, they're coming. They're coming and no one's ready for them. The anti Connor McDavid is coming in hot. I'm telling you. And I honestly, like, man, I, I could see them and I could see a world where Seattle's fighting for a playoff spot and they add like another center or something or another winger just to give them that extra punch on the Yeah, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to, again, they're not going to trade a first. I can see them adding, yeah. but they're not going to trade a first yeah. or second. They're not going to, and they're also, this isn't going to be a team that's going to be blowing people out of the building every night. This is going to be a team that's going to be winning a lot of, like, kind of like Dallas. Like It's going to be, a, yeah, it's going to be like the Islanders. Or Nashville. Too. Nashville, yeah. yeah. Low scoring, low event, but it's going to be but they'll win. great goaltending and they're going to win and defense is going to be big and strong and hit hard. <laughs> defense what go think, for... Yeah, defense go burr. All right. It's like uh, Jimmy's uh, too good for us. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Personal uh, stuff. No, you're good. <laughs> um, it, I guess one more. What, did you want to say, Jimmy, where you wanted to finish it? Where you um, wanted... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. What were we talking about exactly? I apologize. I was. Uh, where, where do you the think Seattle... the are going to finish? Yeah. Where's Seattle going to finish? In the standings. Uh, just outside the playoffs. Sure. Oh, you don't think they Just make it? Outside. Hmm. I, I, well, oh man, but you're right. That Pacific Division, Pacific, right? I, I yeah, like it's the Wild Wild okay. West. The last season messed me up. I do have a shirt with all the divisions on it, free from the NHL that I won off Twitter. Yeah, but whoa, no, the, the last season messed me up. Pacific Division, uh, yeah, sure, Wild Card. Like it's that. How do you not though? I guess when I really think about the Pacific Division, how do you not? It's what Vegas. Edmonton, um, Edmonton, <laughs> stop it! Stop Just it, by the virtue no, that they have no, McDavid and Drysaddle, no, 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 nothing no, no, else. No, 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 Pierce, Pierce. The problem is that you're right. The problem is that Edmonton is a shoe in for second in this division. Is a joke. Is an absolute joke. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Joke. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Fucking um. Yeah, Seattle might get. Seattle might get the second spot. That's true too. No, that could, that, I can no, see that no, no, no. Let me give me a sec. Let me look at Seattle's roster. I want to be very sure about this because I really want yeah. to two expansion teams. At the top I want of the to Pacific. like remind myself how bad this division is. This this division is it's horrendous. Putrid. It's putrid. It's because like, I think because because no one ever talked about here. it before because the California teams were all good, so it was yeah. like didn't matter. Again, California all good trash, but LA is on the rise though. LA's gonna no. I think LA makes it as wild card. Off the top of my head, though, I'm not. No. LA will make it as a three because the Central are taking two wild cards because the Blackhawks are making <laughs> the Blackhawks with right, Seth Jones, right. Jones and okay. Mark Andre Flurry with a Vesna caliber <laughs> performance again. Alexiak, dude, yeah, this this defense is fine. They got it's a tall. great defense. Giordano, Alexiak, Larson, Dunn, Susie. As long as you have, as long as Hackstall works a system that oh, allows Larson, like. Too allows you know defensemen aren't as mobile as like these guys are a bit slower they're not the fast they're not mobile like vince dunn is good because he can actually move the puck who's that like vince dunn and jared oh yeah yeah because they can actually move the puck and dennis chalowski maybe as long as yeah yeah, dude and all those guys like they're gonna get lost i i really hope chalowski gets a good look here because i really liked his game in detroit i think it just wasn't the right fit he's playing in detroit yeah exactly like yeah, I think he'll look great with a fresh start here. On forward. Forward, Alexander. Kerfoot. Kerfoot. <laughs> you you can make the playoffs with this. Sure. Yeah, definitely. If, if you – sure. Sure. Fine. <laughs> Who is your top center? You got um, 
Jeremy, I would say Yanni. He, I would say Yanni Gore, but he's out for I think a month or two. Honestly, well, no, I think Yanni Gore is your second. Like, I don't think Yanni Gore can be your first line center. I just don't think. He what can. do you mean? Greg Button has him on Team Canada. Obviously, he must be that good. Are you fucking kidding? Me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're like, I think Mark Stone in the lineup or something like that. <laughs> Uh, if i have one more person tell me that that man is suitable for his job i'm gonna fucking lose it (laughs) i don't know who lick my sack (laughs) here's remember the potato thing with scp yeah have a potato like potato versus this gm great potato versus craig button in any kind of predictions who wins potato fucking obliterates him Unreal, unreal man. <laughs> Even Stevie Andrews. Hey, but there's some underrated players on here. Like Tanev, you got Appleton who just had a very good Jared season, McCann's you know, gonna be really good for that. Yeah, these are a bu- listen, I they could have had a much better draft. I was very underwhelmed with their draft. But it's like but this is a lot, this is just like Vegas in the sense it's a lot of guys that are underrated that can play good two-way hockey. That and they were underrated. Top and they're kind of in that age yeah. group where it's like their mid twenties, you know. Yeah, make or break yeah. type thing. Dude, this is such a di- no. I'm actually really underrating Seattle. That's the second seed right there. That, that's the second seed. No way. You got they have Philip Grubauer. Yeah, you have Grubauer and Drieger. This team's the second seed. There's no question. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no question. I don't know why I was. I just have not kept up. I feel you can. I feel you can flip flop Edmonton and Seattle at the same. No, yeah, I it just depends on I how good no. Edmonton's goaltending is. Honestly, yeah. If, no, if Edmonton's here's the thing: if Edmonton's goaltending is what we've seen, and their defense is what we've seen from these players, there's no way. There's no way in the world that Seattle doesn't. Two. I don't know what you're ball. talking about. Keith and CC and Barry are great. I need the Oilers versus the anti Oilers. Here's come uh, round one next year. I swear to God. I can go watch the games, hopefully. Pierce, I had, watch, I had to watch Cody, CC, and Tyson Berry on the Leafs for an entire season. No, Ooh. not an entire season, only 70 games. Yeah, come on. Jeez. You you're got right. You're right. That's my bad. You're right. What was the next question you had, Pierce? Um, The next question was uh, favorite, favorite bottom six forward, and this could be on the Blackhawks or just league wide. Oh, I know I'm going to have a. I know there's somebody. I know there's somebody because I like a lot of bottom six forwards. I know who mine is. Okay, I think ahead. I brought him up on the podcast a few times. Sean Corrali. I fucking love Sean Corrali <laughs> yeah. so much. Like, Here's, if the Hawks yeah. had a guy like Sean Corrali, I'd be so happy. Oh, but That's for cool. you know what? Perfect fourth liner. You know what? I really hope they get that out of Hardman or Adam Whistle. They really Dude, could. Please. Hardman, Hardman really could be Corrali. Like, Hardman's the perfect player to become a Corrali type. Yeah, he's perfect. Give him a year in the A. Let him develop. Um, I think my bottom, my favorite bottom six forward is definitely Brandon, Brandon Sod. Sod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was perfect. That was perfect. Oh as, my as god, my, that could have not been Pierre more perfect. Maguire, <laughs> that could have been not I more perfect timing. <laughs> we just gotta end the po- we gotta end the podcast right there. We that was peaked. great. We that was great. <laughs> The culmination of everything we've talked about, the teasing of Brandon Saad, literally everything has brought us here. <laughs> Full circle, baby. Oh, I, I, wow, okay. Um, but on <laughs> an uh, all actuality, oh my God. Um, there are a lot of bomb six forwards I like, but uh, I'd say the one, it's just one that comes to mind. I really like Colton Sissons. I think he's very underrated. I would love. I would Robin love Colton. Six, by the way, 
oh, yes 100%. yes also anybody who has a who uses the white ccm stick with black tape is actually fucking sick i'm just saying i'm just saying that's such a baller move that's that's the best die that's insane dude if there is um, one segment that could like sum you up stop, as a stop. Person, it would be this one with the brennan saw thing and then you go <laughs> with the kind of yes, sticky dude, uses. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. it's not the sticky uses. it's the style it's the white stick with the never mind but um <laughs> never mind um uh, you know, I really, I really like, I think Mackenzie Entwistle is exactly what that, that, that's his prototype. Like that's what you want out of him. Tall right-handed guy who can be, who can get you a shorthanded goal here, there. It's just a pain in the ass. I, I love Colton Sissons, man. Also, and he might not more, be good. He might not be blue, but I don't yeah. know if he is or not, but either way, he's good. One more Casey Zizekas. I love Casey Zizekas so much. That, that was my second one. Mm-hmm. You no no Dylan has like over the last three months has made me a Casey Sezikis stand like just Dude, completely he's, he's so, so good, good. Jink. um but yeah like I, I <laughs> liked him for a while but like after you told me what like uh your friend uh, your Islanders fan friend who I uh, Keegan, Keegan Keegan yeah and he tell me like how how Closer? great Sezikis is and uh oh that's another guy I like um but yeah you you uh, kind of got my eye on him I watched him in the playoffs and uh yeah. That is, I, I love that player. Like, that's the perfect bottom six player. He's made to be in that role, and that's perfectly fine. He's so good yeah. at it. And Keegan Colazar, I think, is also really good. I love Keegan Colazar <laughs> so much. He yeah. just, dude, that guy just, what a guy. Yeah. Just, what a He's going to be a guy. great fourth liner for me. They got him from Columbus, think. I'm pretty sure, for, mm-hmm. like, and so, they, with Carlson dude, as well. Yeah, he came in, real. he came in, and they took, they got rid of Ryan Reeves, and I was so happy. Like, dude, he, and he actually scores. He's actually got some offensive touches. Keegan Colasar actually has some skill. You might even and call him Keegan Colasar. Didn't Carrier yep. gone? He's in Seattle. Yeah, good. Fuck William Carrier. Yeah. Goodbye. And Wait, their other line made plays. Oh no, I th- I meant Seattle Thunderbird, Thunderbirds. That's what yeah, I meant. Like, no, oh, <laughs> Carrier's still in Vegas, though. He is. I thought yeah. he got moved. I don't think oh, he no did. Way. Okay, you're thinking. Oh no, 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 no. No, I just remember. No, no, no. It's just that I remembered that um he's the one guy still there that I hate. That's mm-hmm. all. No, it's like Reeves is gone. Who's the other pest they had there? No, no, no. It was just Reeves. It was just Reeves. They still patch already. Oh my god. Um, so for mine, mine is Yanni Gord, even though he's probably going to be a top six forward now, but I oh, just he's love, fun. I just love those players that are a pain in the ass and can do everything basically like Yanni Gord. You can put him out in any situation and he'll excel. Um, I think he's going to be great in Seattle as probably their second line center. Uh, before that, it was definitely Andrew Shaw. Just, I love guys that are versatile, that are a pain in the ass to play against and you can put them out in any situation. Wait, Blake Coleman's another one, pause. honestly. Pause, pause. Favorite Blackhawks one in three, two, one. Brandon Hagel. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I didn't even need to say, say it because I know we yeah. all know. It's yep. all Brandon Hagel. Yeah, no, that's like dude, dude, Brandon Hagel's amazing. <laughs> you know who's also a bit underrated? Uh, former Predator, um, uh, Colin Blackwell. I really like him. He's, he's a guy. He's another guy who's in Seattle who could probably. Mm-hmm. Get a, yeah, I mean, clearly Blackwell showed he could score if he's in the right spots. So exactly, he's not shoot twenty percent again. But bumper. throw him on the bumper. What is it, Michael Bunting? He's not Michael Bro. Bunting's not going to shoot twenty six percent or whatever it was. The the, 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 the unemployed man of the year. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> when he stops shooting twenty percent or yeah. whatever. Yo, he, oh, you know, the guy does like Michael that. Bunting when he stops shooting a thousand percent every shoot. Yeah, that was it. It wasn't even twenty. It was just outlandish number. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. 
another scary. one that I really like that I think is kind of underrated. He's also on Vegas. Nicholas Watt. I really enjoy him. Like he's good. I don't really like care for him, but he's good. He's very mm-hmm. good. What what he does. You know who's another underrated one? Arturi Lekkinen. <laughs> a guy who that's not a bad one. Yeah. Who somebody on I think it was Corey Schneider said this. Um, like the goalie. Yeah, like the goalie. Yes. No, like, <laughs> oh no, but uh, I know like the car salesman. Yes. Thank you, Shitty. Um he just it's like he just forgot how to shoot, but he's so good defensively. So like yeah. who who cares? I, I, I just love players cares. who are responsible in their own man. See, that's so the whole bottom six is. player thing. Like bottom six players, you have like if you're not good in your own end, then you're just useless. Like you're out there to take matchups away. That's your mm-hmm. entire point. I don't think Toronto got really David Kampf, baby. Oh, Adam, Adam Lowry. Lowry. Dude, face off King and can actually put up some points. Yep. He's, yeah. he's exactly what you want in a third, fourth line center. Like, you know for who years did? when the Hawks were good, they needed a guy like Adam Lowry. Mm-hmm. And then they would have been even better. Well, and they had Kruger. They had Kruger. Like, was, imagine if it was Lowry oh, Kruger, is what I'm saying. Oh, like, my God. Oh, line. my God. That's what yes. I'm saying, Brooks. No, oh, it is like three. I'm oh, dude, Brooks. in the Vermette spot. Oh, my God. Dude, no, no, no. But that is – that's my ultimate, like, favorite bottom six player is Marcus Kruger. I love Marcus Kruger, and it just sucks that it didn't work. He's the Nick Jalmerson of forwards. Dude, he's – I – as a kid, I was trying to get his jersey so badly. I didn't know fake jerseys existed. If I did, I would have had at least two of them. I, I loved Marcus Kruger. I was that man's biggest defender. Like, I will I, – I don't gatekeep, but you can't tell like, – I was – Gatekeeping Marcus Kruger. I will, guard, I will gatekeep Marcus Kruger. <laughs> I will gatekeep Marcus Kruger. Oh, that is my guy. Marcus Kruger or Brandon Saad. Oh man, um, she uh, best bomb six forwards. I know. I feel, I mean, I feel I like I, so, guess I, I can see you, Brent Sud, with you more than Marcus Kruger. So uh, fuck no, yeah, <laughs> nobody, nobody knows that I like Marcus Kruger. That was my fucking boy. I loved Marcus Kruger. Like besides Sud, dude, because that guy just did what he had to do. He just went out there, blocked shots. It, it, literally, I know he wasn't even the best offensively, but he definitely could have like. If you you don't play that way to score, you play that way to specifically defend and stop and, and to just shut down the other team. A guy again, yeah, like the Nicholas Jalmerson of forwards. That's the best best way to explain him. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I got so I got one more question here from Brian. So do I. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh actually, from Brian. Actually, from Brian. Yes. Actually, this listener of the show. Let's go. Listener of the show. Confirmed uh, listener, listener of, the show. of the show. How do I know yes. that the other listens are real? He wants to know. Um, <laughs> so what trade trust did, me. Sorry, go know, ahead. Go ahead. He wants to know what trade this offseason will have the best outcome. Mark Andre Fleury. Everyone, like, Jones. everyone likes to look at like what your team's going to do. But like, yeah, they never want to look in hindsight on who what trades ended up working out in the end. So like, I'm trying to think last year what was probably the best trade to work out for any team last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean – Probably like Blake Coleman to the Lightning yeah. is the best one because a first round pick and he got you two cups and he's a huge part of those two cups. That's, you know what's they don't win those cups without him. Nope. I'm gonna Pierce here. I know what I'm gonna say, man. Hear it, <laughs> If they didn't let him go, that would have been such a damn good trade for them. If they were found out how to score in game was it? No, it wasn't game seven, was it? Did they? No, it was game six. I don't know what you're talking about. They scored goals. Sam Gerard just can't defend Jimmy. Don't you know that? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You know, Patrick Nemeth existed. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, if they knew, if they were able to keep it together in game six and get through the third round, like, that's one of, that's still, that's one of the best trades. That, that, they also wasted Pedro. such a good performance. It was 
Oh yes. Wait, are we talking Pressure like last great. year's offseason or before? Yeah, that? I was I was thinking. Well, no, I was saying I'm just showing examples from last year. I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. Because we're still talking oh. last year because Brandon Saad was last year. So yeah, yeah. Pajo, Pajo, yeah, hundred percent. Um, last offseason, who? Yeah. All right, now this yeah, offseason. I can't really think What's of anything from offseason. Yeah, last offseason was a bit quiet. Yeah, but this one, I. Like there's there's a couple that I there's think so many winners. trades. I think Columbus with the Bofist, like the Jones trade. Yeah. Unless yeah. Those, ugh, there's too many there's too many like unless Bofist on God forbid just gets fucking injured and cannot get it together, which I hope. Oh, I, I gotta give to that, that, but I gotta give Columbus two years before I call them winners on a trade immediately because like yeah. it, now it, it, you got the prospects. What do you do with them? That's true. Yeah. That's yeah, why Ottawa picks. looks good now. Yeah. Ottawa's actually developing the guys, so it's like. If Colum- like and clearly Columbus knows how to develop, develop talent, so that's not a problem. That's just a matter just, of keeping not, him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not calling him a winner immediately because I I need to see it. You know what I mean? You know what could? But I like what they've done so far. What could have been a winner if they didn't? If yeah, if he wasn't given a seven year contract out of the gate, Josh Anderson would look really good. If they didn't give him a seven fucking year extension <laughs> right as they got, yeah. Him. Like if he has Honestly. like three years left right now, and he's like mm-hmm. what like five mil still, like that's great. That's fun. Yeah. That's awesome. You Another Montreal goals? trade, uh, Jake Allen. Because if they don't have Jake Allen, that's, they don't make the playoffs and they don't go on that run. If you're looking from facts. that perspective. No, that's another, that's a really good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. And the Coleman one, That's a, like, that one. That happened on yeah. the trade deadline, though, didn't it? Yeah, that was a bit back. But like a bit Ooh. like in recent memory, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. Light is also another very good one. So up. Oh, oh go for ahead, go ahead. two, I think so. Win a trade this year is definitely the Samurai Heart trade for Florida. That was oh, a good one. Yeah. That trade God. put them over the top in the in the best way possible. And they got him on a yeah, very no, good no. contract too. Dude, that's Dude, honestly he's so gonna gross. score thirty five goals. I think that's gonna be the biggest winner this offseason of any trade. Is gonna be Sam Reinhardt with the Panthers. Oh, easily, that could easily. Yeah, that's I forgot about that. Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, Flurry's a really easy yeah. one to pick too. Yeah, because there's no way they can really lose that trade. Even so. if he's bad, like you can't <laughs> like, lose that trade. He could have an eight ninety, and it wouldn't matter. Like what he's still got a best Subban in. You're gonna put Subban in there. Who cares? Get like Delia the in there. Fucking yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> what? Flurry's bad. Oh well, they're gonna be bad anyways. We gave up Mikhail. We gave you Mikhail Hakkarian to get him back. Who cares? Uh, yeah, they didn't even sign. They're literally. Um, it's a foolproof. You can't lose that trade at all. Okay, 100%. I'm such a homer for this. God damn it, the Johnson oh, trade. I really like that trade. I really like that for the next couple of years. Or so. It's I a good trade. I don't surprised. know if I would rank it like, holy shit, this guy is the, oh, piece, no. the piece they needed to get them over <laughs> the edge. No, I just mean like a decent, a good trade that could uh, be one. I think Tyler Johnson does bounce back, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can count it as one trade, but I really think Arizona's winning with what they're doing right no, now. Like the Ackman Larson trade, they won. Are the off season. The off like, season. They have for three first round picks they, next year, five second round. Picks. And I think no, that and the thing that people don't realize is they got all they got even better picks back than they got taken away from them when they like the whole like they they went up from eleven to nine basically this year in the draft when they traded OEL. Like they got a top ten pick for him. They got all these prospects coming in. Like you said, they got the Infinity Stones worth the second round picks. Like it's <laughs> they need like, one more. They need one more Schmitty. They're working. They, on they it. need ours. Yeah, they're trading Chris. Let me give us Nick Schmaltz yeah. back, please, dude. Jacob Chicker and Jacob Chicker. the Infinity. They, it's it's the Soul Stone. They got to bring Schmaltz back to me. <laughs> <laughs> a soul. A soul. 
for no for Strom, just flip it back. Second and Strom for Schmaltz. A soul for a soul balances. I hate things. What did it cost? Everything. <laughs> no, it's like you got Shane right. What did it cost? <laughs> you just like look at the Nick Schmaltz of Arizona. <laughs> Chris let me guess Fisher, top line. Let me guess Chris your team. Roll. Yes, it was, and it was beautiful. <laughs> I wonder how Clayton Keller feels right now. Honestly, poor guy. No, he's the one. Was it worth it? <laughs> what did it cost? What did it cost? Yeah, <laughs> staring, <laughs> just staring at an empty locker room with Andrew Ladd standing. <laughs> hey, come on, Jay Beagle and we are Antoine. Yeah. <laughs> And they couldn't oh, yeah. fight the battles. The we could. So I can't wait to play them four times this year and lose four games to them. It's gonna be so like I'm yeah, sorry. If we lose one game to Arizona or Buffalo. I am literally. I can't wait till Carter Hart and shuts us out. No, I'm so serious. I am going to be so irate on this podcast if we lose even one game to those teams next year. I don't <laughs> care. There's it's unacceptable. <laughs> you were literally playing an AHL team. <laughs> no, that's even being nice. I and think. they traded for those fighters oh so they could fight. They could fight the players when we couldn't. Jay Beagle, Andrew Ladd, Antoine Roussel. Stop. They're going to sign Cody Eakin. <laughs> Have they not signed Cody Eakin yet? Cody Eakin, I feel he's in somewhere else. Is he in Buffalo? I think he is, yeah. Is he still in Buffalo? I don't <laughs> know. Why? I, feel like I feel like he's signed somewhere. I gonna, you know what, no, he signed in Buffalo after Winnipeg. It was ugly. Nah, I'm like, what? That is like, that is not even what a play for shame. Level. You go from Vegas to Winnipeg to Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You just ended him. No. Yeah, he's with Buffalo. Uh, wow, okay. Sucks. He just is. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no offense to Cody Eakin, but that is the most Buffalo player ever. Cody, because he's bad. Remember when he was the top line? Because he's just Vegas? nothing. Oh my god! Wow. Before oh, no, sorry, the Deem Shippershaw. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> the yes, best 87 to ever play the game of hockey. In my yes, books. sir. Facts. Did Penguins fans get mad about that too? Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Just like they did with Joshua Hosang wearing sixty. That's that's what I'm thinking of. You know that. You know, <laughs> you know why I'm asking that question. Um, last question. Most underrated player in the NHL, and I already have mine. I already brought him up. I Jake, think about this. Jacob Chikrin. Oh wait, I got mine. I already got mine. I've already said it multiple times, and I'm going defenseman too, Charlie McAvoy. Like. She should be talked about just as much. Both as could car, be right? on uh, on Olympic mm-hmm. teams. Well, McAvoy mm-hmm. definitely, but Chikrin could be in that consideration for McAvoy Canada. Have by now, but I'm just oh no, it should. It but he's, but it, does he deke though? Does he? But deke? he only has five goals a year. Yeah, but does he deke and 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 skate through everyone though? What are his spinoramas per sixty? Spinoramas <laughs> per sixty. Exactly. Sam Gerard is frowning upon you. Oh man. Yeah, no, dude, I think McAvoy. Actually, I'm gonna pick him forward and defense. I'm gonna think of it forward. Go, Jimmy. <laughs> no, uh, oh, what were we talking about now? Oh, oh no, I was just. I, I'm a, I want to pick two. So, <laughs> pick two. What? What are we talking about? Underrated, underrated players. players for underrated. Oh, okay. We're not talking about just like bottom six, right? Okay. No, uh, any in general. Anyone. Like yeah. I said, Tomas Turtle. Tomas Turtle. Boom. <laughs> yeah, that's my forward. Forward and defenseman. Turtle, and it's uh. Oh man, who's? Well, McAvoy, duh, yeah. Hurdle <laughs> McAvoy, like boy McAvoy Charles. just is—he just is the fucking most underrated defenseman in the league. There's no way around it. He is. He's so good. Not get the respect he deserves, man. And people thought Char was carrying him at like forty. That's <laughs> I, no, I so love. I actually thought that. So I love how we always bring that up, and it's still funny every single time, bro. Because people and actually he, thought that for two years. I like, know. It's ridiculous. Oh my goodness. And then he, and then Char leaves, and he still is just is. 
balling like always, man. You could argue he's better. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He was being held down by Char in some ways, man. I'm sorry. Like, Char is not good, man. Mm-hmm. It's not. And then I think for forward, I'm just going to – I'm going to keep it pretty – actually, you know what? I'm going to go way off the grid with underrated forward. Rope Yo, call you dumb. I was thinking that. Rope Hintz. I was Dude, totally thinking that, too. Oh, I don't think oh, people realize how oh, good Hintz was last no. year, even though he was missing time. Like, he couldn't play back-to-back no. games or something like that, but the dude was over. The whole Dallas Star yeah, team couldn't up, play back-to-back games. Put Rope Hintz. Put Rope Hintz on a, a solid offensive team. Dallas is not put an offensive Tampa. team. Oh, I do. I always say put him on Tampa, but like even just like in like Carolina, Chicago. just like a flip him with Kadri, flip him with Kadri in Colorado, put Hints on the second line behind McKinnon. No, no, that's that's what, that's what I'm saying. They're gonna like, collect all the fins, all the fins. Yeah. Wait, no, it's Dallas versus Carolina. Battle the fins. <laughs> yeah, man. Is it not Hawk and Pod go to Dallas? Yeah. <laughs> He's they like, stole him. They turned down they Toronto. Him. He turned to the dark side. <laughs> Or I guess I'll, never forgive, I, I'll never forgive Hawk and Pop for doing that Toronto. <laughs> That's so funny, bro. It's like Toronto offered it the exact same. And then like everyone's up in arms and it's like, but you guys realize there's this thing called state income tax and they have none of it. There's also another thing called, oh, Carolina's fun. Like you said, like you said, Shmini, Carolina's a fun sports place. It's like a fantastic place for sports. No, he cited Dallas. I'm retarded. Okay. Well, but still, um, like, I just think it's hilarious. That people are like, but they're all oh the same God, amount of dude. money. I'm like, but he's not getting the same amount. Uh, but of also, dollars, Dallas so. is also a pretty great place to be, dude. Dallas, oh, Dallas is, is a great place. Hey, my dad's there right now. So good for him. There's a lot of spots <laughs> in Texas that are nice. Like, they're awesome. Like, El Paso is yeah. pretty nice. I don't like Houston that much. San Antonio is cool. Like, she should call that Pustin, am I right? <laughs> Damn, that was like uh, over two hours of a podcast. Oh, yeah. It was a good show. Yeah, it was a uh, good show. Jolly good show. A jolly, jolly good, good time show. with jolly my favorite show. gentleman. A jolly good show with my two favorite gentlemen. My two pals, my two bros. <laughs> and uh, oh, so next, so we're going to be doing two shows next week. Uh, Tuesday, we'll be doing our Olympic roster predictions, which I'm looking forward to. And then the next Friday, we have Scott Powers coming on the show. So I'm, I'm looking exciting. forward to next week. And then training camp's going to start. Then their NHL regular season's going to start. And it's going to be madness. I'm going to have so much. It's going to be so much fun, regardless of what happens. It's definitely going to be interesting. Force. Mm-hmm. So uh, going to get the. I don't know. Do you guys. A... Oh, I was just going to say, do you guys have anything else to talk about? Before yeah, we wrap first up. season game, we need to have a shift by shift podcast for Seth Jones. Yeah, we gotta we gotta watch it. We gotta we gotta <laughs> live shift by shift reaction. You know what you know what we'll be like? We'll be like SpongeBob is like Patrick, write that down, write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Jones when he moves a muscle. Bro, real. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's all I got to say. It's a good show today. Oh, it was definitely a lot of fun being with you, gentlemen. Um absolutely. Uh so yeah, uh, be sure to leave us a five star review, and if you don't, at least make it funny so we can laugh at it, and then I'll never really cry <laughs> at it later. Um, if you're in Canada, go uh, vote in this election, uh, get vaccinated as well, all that stuff, and uh, enjoy your, enjoy your Friday, enjoy your weekend, everyone. Peace yeah, out. I su- go go Canada, go go do uh, go vote and do Canada things, Pierce. Have a good time. Go ride, ride my. Moose. I want to go ride my. No, 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 my polar. Your polar bear. Bear. That's yes. more. Yes. That's more today, Come on, Jimmy. It's more environmental friendly. Come on. Well, I, I'm going to write it to the horse. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> come on. Well, yeah, he, uh, 
he uh, walks into America. Oh, nice horse. <laughs> <laughs> nice eagle. Huh? The Blues Winter Classic jerseys just got announced, and they reek. We can end on oh, so that. Oh, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I want to get hold up, live reactions. Let's go. Wait, is it the Wild and the Blues playing each other? I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah. They both suck because they're both going to be the teams. ugliest. Going to be the ugliest winter classic. Couldn't be my Blackhawks. I know the Blackhawks always have Black great Ox. jerseys in the winter classics. And when I say they're when year. I say they reek, I just mean they're like not creative at all. They're, they're just they're bland. Hey, listen, what's like, worse than blues. being b- bad is being boring. Facts. At least be interesting. No, be those are very what the I I think they're going to grow on me. I think they're going to grow on me, but. They are so uncreative. Why is this jersey literally going to grow on you? You're going to be wearing it next show. That's it, Rhino. Oh, hey, like Rhino Jack, Riley Jack or whatever. Jack and the Beanstalk or some shit. Hey, no, Jimmy and the Jimmy, Beanstalk. Giant Peach, Jimmy and the yeah. Jim and the Beanstalk. Jimmy and the Beanstalk. <laughs> Dude, James and the Giant Peach is right here for you guys. Come on. No, Jimmy and the Beanstalk, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You know how much I sacrifice. You know how much I sacrifice. Oh yeah! By the way, we're a hockey. You podcast. can't make fun of me like this. I'm from the start of the podcast. <laughs> no, I actually don't hate this jersey, but it could be so much more creative. Needs more tape. <laughs> it needs to. It's like they're stuck between vintage and modern, and they can't really find a. It, yeah, just like really hockey yet. men, just stuck between vintage and modern. I think it's a great uh, symbolism. So, it, it, it on that note, yeah. thank you for w- tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you guys on Tuesday and Friday. Peace out, y'all.